Good evening, everyone. We should be live. Yes, we are. Fabulous. Welcome, everyone, to Real News. We're doing more Galo uh, tonight in, in honor of Pride Month with uh, also Juneteenth. Whatever the fuck that's called. We're celebrating. Uh, kidding, of course. But I want to talk about first the most important story that... See, it's supposed to be talked about in right-wing media, but there's some on the left that are talking about it because they're trying to discredit it, is this Revolver piece by Darren Beatty from Revolver. It's basically the drudge alternative that's actually based, red-pilled, and pretty cool, where they had a piece that the TLDR of it is that they suspect that there was Fed action on January 6th. And they suspect that the Feds had a pivotal role in that event. Now, they don't come out and directly say it, but they basically imply that the feds either provoked, set up, or in some capacity got people to go a little crazy on January 6th and end up the way it did. <coughs> now, I'm going to quickly read some things uh, that were in that piece. I'm not going to read directly from it, but... I'm just going to give you kind of the main points from that as I get shot here. <clears throat> but they start off with, because people are going to say, well, how how do you know this is Fed action? Because we really don't have any official documents that's, that were Fed set. Oh, we planned this event. We set it up. But what you see here is a lot of patterns uh, where the FBI has done a lot of entrapment before. And you think, oh, entrapment's illegal. Well, yeah, but they do it all the time because they're the Feds where the FBI is known for, in many extremist groups like the Klan, uh, militia groups, and even civil rights groups, where they will basically s manipulate people, set them up, and give them the materials to do terrorist acts. It's been done many times. It's all publicly available. You can see on Wikipedia. It's no conspiracy. It's, it's facts. And... This is what I personally suspect is what they do at January 6th. But what Darren Beatty shows is that you don't need to even go far back to the 60s. You don't need to go super far back to see that the FBI was doing this to right-wing militia groups a few months before January 6th. This is something I think we talked about was the Michigan, infamous Governor Whitmer, Michigan kidnapping where these uh, people from the Oath Keepers were supposedly going to kidnap the governor. They, it was, we later found out that basically one of them was a federal informant. But we also found out much later that not only were the feds, they infiltrated that group pretty quickly before this plot even happened, but they, uh, they booked or paid for hotel rooms where they planned this. They also, um, when they went to do this, they were on a van. It was five people, three out of the five people in the van were feds. Three out of the five, and a quarter of the people involved in this plot in total were feds. So it's suspected that the feds uh, basically set these people up to do this. And we do know that they paid for the hotel rooms, they had an explosive specialist who was a fed, and the transportation specialist was a fed. And that's just in that. But and this is where it comes into with January 6th, is that there were, I mean, who knows how many feds involved with that. It, there's at least 20, 
but there's these unindicted co-conspirators that have been uh, found to be involved in January 6th. And the conspirator, there are conspirators that have been charged. There are hundreds that have been charged. But there are also people who did similar stuff, if not worse stuff, than these conspirators that have not been charged. And you have to ask why. And there's only a few reasons why. Most of them don't make any sense and don't apply, like if, if they would be granted immunity, which that time has passed. So the only option left is that they're feds and that they're laying off the hook because they're informants or agents. Now, the debunking, I want to bring up the debunking, because the debunking for that is that, oh, well, unindicted co-conspirators aren't automatically feds. There's no, you know, they can be a lot of things. And that's true, but they leave out the fact that there are multiple people in these documents that are just called person one, person two, person three. You only do that when they're federal informants, because they would have been able to ID these people by now. They would have indicted them by now. They had done crimes that people have already been busted for, but they haven't been touched. So, they're feds, uh, in my opinion. And so, they also, on January 6th, here's another parallel. When they were doing planning missions for January 6th, they paid for hotels for people from militia groups like the Oath Keepers, um, Proud Boys, and the Three Percenters. They paid for hotel rooms for these people to plan shit. And they did the same thing with these same groups like the Oath Keepers in Michigan. And finally, um, one thing I will say too that has not been talked about a lot from this piece is that there's one part where they talk about this app that they use called Zello, which is basically like a comms app. It's like a walkie-talkie app. And there's a admin in that group that in, in that app, when January 6th was going down, they were saying, quote, get it, Jess. Do your fucking thing. This is what we fucking, uh, it's unintelligible, up for. Everything we fucking trained for. Now, what's the context of that quote? They were saying that when they were breaching the Capitol. So they were directing and orchestrating this, the Capitol breach. And it just so happens that this person that was doing this is not ID'd. They are an anonymous person that the feds haven't ID'd. Why the fuck is that? So, there. that's the basic gist of the piece. I recommend everybody read on revolver.news. It's amazing work. They've been doing a lot of amazing work. But this is pretty damning stuff. And my takeaway is that the feds... Uh, the, the whole January 6th thing was a false flag. It was... The feds provoked a bunch of Trump supporters to go nuts. And to be a police and breach the Capitol. That was their goal, and they achieved it. And there were people there that were ready to do this, or were prepared to do this, but the feds provoked it. That's my guess. I know that's a lot, but that's basically the piece. And what, I mean, we, we were talking about this that on the day of, we were saying there's progress in fed action, but we finally have some proof of patterns that show that, yeah, there was probably fed action. No, oh, well, there was Fed action. We know there were Feds. But what were their roles in it is what we need to determine. Ooh. This is insane. Like, this is something that we've been told for months was a bunch of Trump supporters that planned an insurrection when it was really federal agents that provoked people to do this. The, the Feds were behind this. Sean, let me get in there. Um, no, I've been I've been saying that for a while. I've been saying this since the beginning. This is what's happened, and 
You know, it's not surprising. You can see how it is with, um, you know, like the Ku Klux Klan that feds are notoriously, like, they're pretty much the ones running the Klan at this point. Yeah. Half of these, half of these, like, you know, racist organizations and crazy conspiracy groups, they're, they're operated by the federal government. Our, the federal government's probably the biggest hate group in the country, if you think yes. about it. You know, I'm, I'm convinced. Guys, can I interject real quick? Can I interject real quick? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Guys? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. So you you're, you're reference you're in referencing of the Capitol, um, the storming of the Capitol. Um, are you aware of a video of it like showing like the cops saying go 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 go, and then when he like opening the like like the bears and saying go go go, and people were storming the Capitol. Are you aware of that video? I don't think I've seen that particular video. Uh, Sean, do you, can you? Uh... I don't think I've seen that, but I've seen the videos of where they let protesters into the Capitol. Like, they clearly let people in. Yeah, I mean, if this was truly a, you know, coup moment, you would think that the federal government would have stopped it beforehand if they were truly, they were truly scared. You know, if, if they, this wasn't something of their own doing. I'm, I'm convinced this was allowed to happen. Exactly, and that's the thing with the feds. I've learned through research and things I've heard over the years is that there are a lot of things that happen that they may not intend to happen uh, in terms like they didn't maybe necessarily plan it, even though a lot of times they do, but they let it happen. And that's the sickening thing that I just, like, at least with the Whitmer thing, they nabbed them before she, um, bef before they, like, tried to kidnap her. But with a lot of these... They all let shit happen. I'll give you a good example of something I found out recently. Uh, you guys know about the um, the bus bombing in Alabama and ba the Baptist church bombing during the Civil Rights Movement? You guys know yeah. about that? Yeah, yes, we do. Yeah, did you know that the main one of the main planners and one of the guys that carried it out was a fucking fed? Well, it's it was, not surprising, especially if it's a clan action, you know, that's right up in their territory. It was clan action, and this is the same dude, I think his name, last name was like Rays or Graves or something. He also was involved with the Freedom Riders bus attack, where basically people, uh, white supremacist clan members and just people in general, um, they attacked the bus, they shut it, and they, were they set on fire, and they were preventing people from getting out of the bus. The same dude was at that, planned it, and murdered somebody. Fucking murdered somebody. That he later admitted later that he actually like murdered somebody. He was hitting people with a bat and he even shot somebody. Like that's ins this guy's a fed. Yeah, nobody like cares. That. Nobody cares. It's like, oh, you know, oh, whatever. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I think there is times when it makes sense to use informants, but what they're do using it for now is just ridiculous. Basically, like, entrapment. Yeah, you, you know, like entrapment. It seems like we haven't really been dealing with that lately. Like, no one talks about that. Entrapment laws have just kind of, you know, been forgotten. Oh, that guy really wanted to get in. They did with Flynn. Remember Michael Flynn? They admitted in their notes that they they set him up to lie so that they could nab him. This is what they do. They even did it to fucking John DeLorean. 
You know, the guy that made DeLoreans, you know, Back to the yep. Future car? Yeah, mm -hmm. like, he, his company was good shit when he blew up. His uh, company was in massive debt, so what did he start doing? He was trying to find ways to make money, and the feds set him up and tried to get him to buy drugs. Well, well, part of he that got was... Cleared. He got well, cleared. And then they started that. So part of that, so part of that was somebody else was already ratting to the feds before that happened. So, okay. well, I mean, they got, actually got busted from trap, which is pretty difficult. So I yeah. mean, obviously, he got lucky. So I mean, it, it, it'd be di I I don't know. It, that that that's a little bit. I think that's a little bit different. But like everybody, like like the actual event, like like people knew that the protests were happening. But I think that the idea the idea that they were going like you had so many feds that were trying to basically provoke these these people into going through with a lot like you know and then not only that you have you have Antifa you between the Antifa and the feds it's like well I think those Antifa people were feds I mean I I think like the one dude Jaden X that's the guy that. Uh, he like sent his footage to CNN, got a shit ton of money, mm -hmm. and he he was clearly a provocateur. Now, what side he's on is technically up for debate. I think he was a Fed because he wasn't charged at all, and it's very sus. It's just the whole thing because he was in other groups too. Like he was in Antifa, he was in Black Lives Matter shit. I think he was playing all the sides. Well, there are just some crazy kids in college these days. You know, mm -hmm. how much of them are feds and how much of them are just ideological zealots. Well, and like, look at the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, their head, fed. The the one of the second in command, third in command, like one of the top dudes, Joe Biggs, is now, a few weeks ago, we found out he was a fed. Like, it, it's so, like, insane. And most people don't know this stuff, most people don't talk about it, but it's been going on for decades. I mean, since the FBI was created. But when you see the levels too, because they knew and they admit to this, they knew that there were people coming to January 6th that at least had chatter about we should breach the Capitol. We should get in there. You know, did Trump plan for this to happen? No. Did he know that people were going to breach the Capitol? No. Did a lot of people know that people were going to breach the Capitol? No. But there were a group that did, these militia groups, and the feds knew about it. And at the very least, they let it happen. At the very, very least. Yeah. It, it, it's insane. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And most people don't care about. And they're, they're you know, they're going to, we're going to see how these things play out. But you could see some stuff like when these, one of these informants from the, um, the Whitmer thing, he was like a federal informant for like 35 years for other Wait. shit. Was that? I remember the Whitmer one. There was like the brony guy who was like a pedophile attorney yes. and he had like guns and stuff. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, he was, you wonder what he is I found on this piece? He was a convicted child molester. Mm -hmm. I said he was a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. And government trusted him with like fucking guns. I think he got like, what do you have, like grenades and shit too? Like what the fuck? So is what up happened with him is they tried to keep his cover real tight. They used to, in the in the reports, they would just call him a man from Wisconsin, I think it was. They wouldn't even say person one, person two. They wouldn't say co-conspirator. Co -conspirator. They just said, oh, he, he's, he's just, um, he, he's just a man from Wisconsin. And 
it came out later actually because of his dumbass. He outed himself. He blew his cover. And the, and so what the feds did was they found out that he had sniper rifle. And so they got him on that and just said, oh, look, he had this illegal sniper rifle. And then that's how they got back at him for blowing his cover. Jesus. Some some weird people on the federal government payroll, right? Yeah, we yeah. pay for these people to literally kill kill our, kill cis, our own citizens and provoke terrorist attacks. Yeah, it's wonderful. So hold on, so hold on for a second. This guy basically outed himself as as, as like an informant, right? Yeah, he admitted to it. And then they <laughs> excuse me for a second. Sorry about that. Then they got him back on. Um, so they, then they basically like they basically said, okay, up oh, he's got a sniper rifle. We're gonna Put him on a gun charge. Yep, yep, that's what they did. So the way of getting back at him for outing himself, they just hit him with a because they knew he had a sniper rifle, and so they bust him for that, which was elite, which is very illegal, especially in Michigan. Well, for he's from. It's, it's illegal for him to have any weapons as a sex offender. You know, that's it's true, a yes. felon. I think that's what they what he got busted for because he was a felon. He was a felon in possession of a rifle. I think that's that I don't the know. type of people that the government works with, though, man. Dude, they don't care. I mean, like, you know, while you're a pedophile, whether you're, you know, a child killer, that they can use you, they'll use you. Well, this is why getting involved with politics now is extremely dangerous. I mean, you're getting involved with these big groups, with also with these militia groups, these edgier groups, and, and you know, people will call it Fed posting when you see people they try to provoke things. They're like, oh, let's, like we, I actually shouldn't name his name. I don't know his name, but remember that dude we talked to um, a few times ago that um, one of our friends brought on. Remember when he said some crazy shit about, like, Cuomo? Yeah, that guy. See, that stuff is, like, classic Fed... I'm almost sussing this dude now. Like, that's classic Fed posting, where these people, they'll get involved with some groups, and they'll start saying shit like, well, we should um, bomb the U.S. Capitol. We should go and kidnap Governor Whitmer. Like, they start ginning people up to try and entrap them. And that's one of the common patterns you see, and that's what happened... Probably in the Michigan thing, like, they're still digging into that. Like, it's not clear-cut, but they were in those big meetings when that stuff was going down, so it's possible that the informant there did that. It's insane. And it's the biggest story. It's a big red pill that everybody should read. Everybody check it out, revolver.news. You can watch the Tucker monologue out. Like, props to Tucker. I, I've given him credit. He's one of the few people that actually talks about this stuff. Most people just don't care. They act like it's not a big deal, and it's... Honestly, the biggest story of this week. Uh, bigger story than making today a national holiday for Juneteenth. Yeah, I just hate, like, the, the term Juneteenth. Like, it's not even really fucking specific. How many teenths are there in a fucking one? 16th, 19th, 18th, 16th, 19th project. Oh, God. That, that's a whole other thing I think we're going to talk about. Um. Yeah, because for some background, last week we were talking about this Sam Richards clip that was going viral. He's a professor that's... Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, wait, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> he's a professor at Penn State. I took his class. Phil took his class. And a clip was going around where people were claiming that he was teaching critical race theory. And this was from the time I was in his class, actually. Like, it's, it's an old clip. It's over two... Almost two years old. And it's from his class. I was there. And 
he's basically telling this, like he had this white student, black student come up to the front of the classroom, and he was talking about, I think, white privilege that day. <coughs> and he was basically talking about how the white kid and the black kid, even when they graduate, they're not equal, like he cloud says. When they graduate, the black kid's not going to be equal to the white kid, which is technically a very racist thing to say. It's technically like, oh, you're implying, are you a white supremacist there, Sam? Because <laughs> that's kind of the ideology of these people. They don't even realize it, but they're basically implying the white people are superior. And so, you know, that clip started circulating, and I think who was the first person? Owen Troyer from Infowars was the first person to talk about it, and he just went off until we covered that. But our boy Sargon of Akkad, who was actually at Penn State, we brought him to Penn State. Awesome dude, very smart, very well read. Uh, covered this too. He even had it on his thumbnail of the clip from the class, and he was starting off his discussion on critical race theory with this clip. Now. I think you guys did some research. I mostly focus on the Fed shit, but I want to research critical race theory more to get a better understanding of it. So, uh, how about we start with you, Alex, and we'll go to Phil. Well, have Phil do it first. That was his sort of. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it. Phil. If you want to give us yeah. a rundown, of what you learned. Um. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I took a couple of sociology courses, and critical race theory is definitely in those, so, in that sociology purview. Um, at least, and, and if it's not, and if critical race theory itself is not, the foundations of what they are definitely are. Right. That's so, what I was kind of getting the vibe of. Right. So, people, people, are a lot of the, you get a lot of these personalities too that are like, oh, well, people are bad. People that are attacking critical race theory don't know what it is. Actually, a lot of people know have a pretty good idea what critical race theory is, within with within um, you know, with exception to a couple people, <coughs> C.J. Pearson. Uh, so, which baffles me. I don't know. I don't know what, what he was thinking. Anyway, so, um, so basically, it was it was it came up. It was something that came out in like. Uh, like in the 80s like I mean they, they say that they started it in like the mid 70s or whatever but the real but the real critical race theory was like you know that was like an 80s thing uh, where they, I mean they focused on you know the, um, they the, their, their whole goal is to basically critically examine the law the critically examine the law to show that it maintains white supremacy white power enforces societal and structural racism uh and then tries to transform it and like tra tries to look to transform our system and our laws into something that is more uh racially appropriate or whatever the fuck that means so so it's basically uh, coming from the foundation that america's a racist country and we need to stop that we need to level the playing field and you know help minorities so and not only that it it's based critical race theory is also it's based off of a lot of marxist theory because um a lot of it argues that social problems are influenced and created more by societal structures which yeah that's Sociology. that's a marxist term that's that's a marxist term because like you know you're talking about 
you know, the proletariat with the within the you know, within the systems like the labor and and all that all that shit, uh, and and in cultural assumptions, uh, more than individual and psychological factors. That's what that's pretty much what it, which is very Marxist in itself. So. Um, there's there, there's a lot of that. There's a, there's a lot of that that happens within the critical race theory pre, purview. Um, let's see here. Um, so, I mean, a lot of it, like, you're talking about... Una momento, sorry. Um, ready to burp there. Uh, um, so, they challenge... So, so, the, so one, one of the very things, like, and... and foundationally i i say that found in its very foundational stages critical race theory is propaganda right yeah so and part of part of the definition right so i mean i even had to look it up right i had to look up propaganda as to what it is now of course you know i took a whole class where we defined that fucking term for a semester that was insane so what 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 did what did they what did they say your definition was? So uh, it was like, some complex thing. Like I'd have to find it, but it basically oh. was like you're using me. You're using a medium to basically like I don't want to say mani- yeah I guess say manipulate right. the population to thinking how right. you want them to think. Yeah. Um. So so the so the definition I have is and and it, and it falls kind of under that too. Um, information, ideas, or rumors deliberately spread widely to help or harm a person, group, movement, institution, nation, etc. Right? So that's that's pretty much what it falls down, falls into. Um, so and then and it's very very thing, right? So one of the one of the one of the main things that critical race theory does foundationally is it it questions uh it questions concepts like uh enlightenment rationalism rationalism legal legal equality and constitutional neutrality right these are all like and and these these are all things like you talk about enlightenment rationalism legal equality constitutional neutrality a lot of this stuff is stuff that was here was a part of the world before the united states even existed because you're, I mean, if you're talking about, you know, enlightenment, that's that, that's John Locke, that's dawn true. of time. That's the dawn of time, right? Yeah, all there's other, you know, the, the human renaissance. You know, there's all all kinds of all kinds of stuff, and all over the world too. Um, but you're talking about hundreds of years before the United States was even created, um, or even founded, really much like even before this Nina Pina and Santa Maria. Anyway. Uh, rationalism, rationalism, of course. Again, another another term. Long before the United States was created, right? Um, legal equality, again, right? You you could you could date that back to like the Romans and all that shit, right? Um, constitu- constitutional neutrality. Well, like, okay, so um, if, even if you took constitutional out of it, like you you could say legislative neutrality, right? If you like, like that is well every every empire every country that's fat that's been created has created some sort of legislature to you know well, not give, every country you know not you, everybody for, for, for the most most of, most mean, of the for most, most of the, modern history yes but right. like well then with kings and shit you know right 
but even but even the king you you're talking about like like with england with the articles of confederation you got the roman law and you know like greek law and all that all that stuff right um but uh, but what i'm saying is like most of this stuff has been created like well, most of these terms were were most of these things were uh were created long before the united states was even a country right even before 1619 right if you really wanted to go there um so in its very foundation it's not only wrong but it, it's propaganda it's just propaganda because you're because you're 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 basically telling pete you're basically telling people that like you know it, none of that stuff enlightenment doesn't matter rationalism doesn't matter none of that shit matters right so they um they also um they 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 buck a lot of them buck civil rights like they don't like civil rights like they're not they're not a fan of civil rights because i mean because well from 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 what i've gathered civil rights was created in an already racist system so therefore uh with the, the, the like, people that gave us civil rights were racist and the laws were racist because it was made in a racist well, system so yeah, their argument was it. well their 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 argument was like civil rights like affirmative action the cra uh all that stuff was created within the racist system so therefore <laughs> It should fuck not. Do you create it if, if what it was in wasn't racist before? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, one foot in front of the other. Right. It's, yeah. So, so the, like, if you if you look deep into the if you look deep into this stuff, it just falls apart. If you if you look deeper into the, into what they're talking about, and then you add logic into it, it, it just falls apart almost immediately. So do, well, they, um, do they want people, do they want us to repeal the Civil Rights Act? Are they actually libertarians? Do they want us to... They want to... They no, no, they don't want they want to have like a, like a non-white supremacy at that point. They want right. to oppress again. They want to fundamentally change the system. That's they what they want, want to do. They, they want to fundamentally change the system. They want the minorities to rule us. Yes. Basically. But here's the other thing. Did you go, when you were doing your research, did you see the uh, Frankfurt School mentioned? Ooh. Uh, that was I something didn't. I was, like, I was just doing, like, a basic fucking, you know, look up of that. And I kept seeing Oh, do Frankfurt share. School. And that was, that school created, it's not just this. Like, it goes far back. It's back in the 30s in Germany. Back mm -hmm. when, you know, fucking Nazis and shit were still around there. Mm -hmm. And it was this radical school filled with people who were, like, super like super like weird socialists they base their ideology on um i think it was like kant and karl marx mm -hmm. uh, or not karl marx or not kant i think he was part of it or mm -hmm. but it was also the uh the sigmund freud and karl marx yes. mm -hmm. yep. it's like literally a marxist ideology yeah and that's yeah. exactly what it is you know it's well, part and, and who brought that into the mainstream was andrew breitbart and he would talk about how a lot of these tactics that we see the modern day leftists use are Marxist tactics, Marxist ideology from the Frankfurt School. Yeah, that mm -hmm. Frankfurt School, man. It's a red pill. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the, 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 you know, a lot of the Nazi Germany stuff had definitely had strains of Marxism within its, you know, within its given structure. 
Um, well, well, to give a little context to Nazi Germany, I think what people, they don't tell you a lot of this in history class, but part of the reason the Nazis came to power is because there were a lot of street battles between uh, what you kind of call what we have Antifa, Marxists, and mm -hmm. the National Socialist Party. Because, uh, like, the power in charge was, like, kind of like a normie, I think, conservative-esque party. Uh, why am I a German? It's, like, a liberal. It's kind of like what we have now, if you think about it. Like, I mean, to modern senses, maybe it would seem a little bit... Well, well that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, I'm trying to frame it in a modern context. But, yeah, yeah it, it, would, it was basically more moderate. I'll just keep it at that. But... The Weimar Republic was, you know, they were fucked. You know, they didn't give a... They were weak. Germany does not have a long history of constitutional well, well at that particular time well at that particular time there was a there was a quite a few groups within Germany that were infighting like there was no there was no dominant group that was like you know that that was um, basically taking charge like you had you had your conservative your religious groups but they were they were they weren't like dominant um, then you had your communist you had your communist socialist whatever but they weren't really dominant but the the, the yeah. nazi the nazi party actually gained that it left all that infighting left a big hole that the nazis filled basically well so, there was also a huge fear of communism like the because that's why i bring up the street fights because it is relevant to today is right. people were afraid i mean there was a red scare already happening around that time Mm -hmm. People were afraid that because these people were intimidating people, they were beating well, people up. Just, but you could see from the Soviet Union, like at that time before Stalin really took power, like and they the were. Not, they, well, yeah, they yeah, wanted the international. That was a big thing. Like, hey, we want to go and start destroying other countries right. that weren't. Yes, that's very true, and that and that's what people were seeing. And the Nazis became the street. Um, the, the foot soldiers that were in opposition to down the streets, and obviously there's much more to it, but the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, this is what we're seeing now in a different way with Antifa, and how that Frankfurt School stuff and how stuff from the Nazi Germany is still relevant today, and with critical race theory, of course, is you, you would see with a lot of these authoritarian regimes is they always control the flow of information, they always control... In, in, uh, institutions and what the Frankfurt School also did was they went out on a goal and I don't know if you read this um, Alex is their goal was like you said with the Marxists is to go international and spread everywhere and so they deliberately uh, intentionally I should say had the plan of infiltrating American universities and that's yeah. why you see all this stuff of critical race theory really started at the universities and it did, and we've seen it when we were there. We just, well, it's not even critical race series. There's a whole other one just called critical theory. Yes, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's but, like, it, but it started at the colleges. We didn't have this buzzword to you know call it anything. But what's changed now is that it's gotten mainstream. It's in the mainstream. It's in elementary schools. It's in middle schools. It's in high schools. And parents are finally seeing it. Because normally they send their kids off to college and they don't give a shit. But now they're actually seeing it, probably because their kids start taking Zoom classes. And they're like, this is insane. I didn't know my kid was being taught to hate white people and that black people are inferior. <laughs> well, it's not even just that. It's infiltrate the, the kids' programming. You know? And no matter what you call critical race theory, critical theory, whatever, it's all the same shit. It's all intersectional. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
just a critical race theory is critical theory applied to race. You know, you could apply it to fucking gender, and that's what we've mm -hmm. primarily seen, like, a lot for recently. It's well, like the feminists. They're the ones yeah. that say, like, it's a, there's a white male patriarchy that controls everything. Mm -hmm. like, and again, what is this complex? It's oppressor-oppressed. Who is the oppressor? It's the straight white male. Who is the oppressed? Every minority group. Like, this is the simple framework that they use for everything. But... Did you, did you guys learn anything else? Uh, well, one of, the, one of the things, yeah, going back going back to CRT, one of the things that they rely on is storytelling. Uh, like, storytelling, basically. <laughs> so the whole thing story right. Right. So the whole thing is a bunch of fucking stories. Right. So, to, to illuminate and explore lived experiences of racial oppression. Here's here's the problem, right? So so, and and and, and I'm trying to, and not only am I just trying to like, I'm trying to relay the information. But I'm trying to like simplify it so that way even the most uh, autistic of people can understand it, Maybe. right? I think you have to be autistic to really believe in it. Like you have to have this sort of disconnect with reality to go and think everything. Uh, you, you can bring it down that simple. Like, oh yeah. I see a black man making less money than a white man. It, it has right. to be racist. It's the yeah. simplest explanation they think right. that. So we'll just say let, let's let's take we'll, we'll we'll let for for the storytelling thing. Let's just take let's take CRT CRT out of it. Like let's just say race racial whatever whatever right. We'll, we'll take that. So when you tell a story right. So when you tell a story of your lived experience right. How many how many times has somebody told you a story, right? Or somebody told you a story of a lived experience and you were like and it was missing key information. Yeah. Naturally, mm -hmm. naturally it just misses key information, right? Oh, well, well I got a, I got a fight with this one person and then she was uh, I I was like, "Well, bring it on." And then she was like, "Yada yada yada." chances are that yada 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 was some pretty useful fucking information right that that was completely left out oh you called her some names or oh you threw the first punch or you stole somebody's man or you stole like there's just there's a whole bunch of information that's usually left out within a particular story that's like and, and so you add race. well of course you so so even if you add even if you add race into it you the same concept applies it's like well well what what happened? Um, what did you say? What did you do? Uh, what were the what were the surrounding elements within your lived experience? There's a reason why they say there's there's three sides to every story: his, hers, and the truth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why they say that. Right? It's like there's so much within a particular experience or even a particular event because your 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 lived experience is an event right whether you want to believe it or not it is an it's event biased. in time it's so biased. it's incredibly biased when you go and right. and you can't really confirm it. it's like oh yeah i'm giving you my story right. we're doing this imagination play or whatever it, it's like see i could see that being and i think that they bastardize something from psychology like because in the psychology it makes sense to tell someone your story because they're trying to go and fix your mental health issue yeah so, so like yeah and, and that and that's true too alex there whatever whatever lived ex whatever subjective it doesn't matter it what your subjective lived experience is that there's still objective information within that particular event whether you want to believe it or not there's still objective information to any 
lived experience or any event or anything because it's it happened right it just happened right an event happened what happened you get to the there's still there's plenty of objective information that still is there and whether whether you want to believe it or not so again like another reason why this crt just fucking falls apart at its very foundation um let me see here uh i'm trying to i'm trying to look through the well and and i will go through once you guys are done the relevancy to this too is that florida just banned critical race theory trump when he was president stopped funding to any critical race theory and um anything that involved white privilege he put a full stop to all funding to that shit but since Biden got in and they oh. have free reign now they've been ramping that shit back up yeah so i'm not um so i wonder what the term ban means because like i'm well, not he, holds it, he stopped funding to these things these right so so if it's if you stop government funding yeah i'm all for it right that's that's i, I don't want to say like oh, oh you're you not allowed santa's banning it um, right i don't know what he did specifically right. they just frame as he banned i don't it. like i don't like banning i don't like ban i, I Here's the thing. I I always I I I almost never like banning, uh, banning anything from being taught in a school because well it's a fucking school. Well, it's uh, not but, teaching. But I don't like. Yeah, well, this isn't teaching though. This is. But what I do But what I do agree with if it's if it's fucking propaganda, which it is. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't want my tax dollars going to fucking fund that shit. Yeah. Well, I think it's the whole social sciences has that same issue because, like, how how many of these like sociology classes and shit like that are just complete malarkey? You know, how much of this can you prove with the scientific method? You can't. Well, you know, yeah, like, that's you know, the problem not, with sociology. It's not scientific in nature. It's not because it's subjective. It's yeah. not scientific in nature, and, and therefore, honestly, again, I don't see why better. my federal taxpayer money, like, why my taxpayer money is going to fund anything other than like sciences to some degree. Well, well, you know the STEM shit. You know. Well, yeah, like as long as you can prove it, or there's like a, you know, there's some sort of objectivity to it. I agree. You know, I, I don't mind spending money on shit that's actually useful. But if it's just all this complete malarkey that you can't prove, why? You know, why even teach it if it's just unprovable shit? It's just well, your opinion at that point. If you can't prove it, it's like subjective, well, and you yeah. shouldn't waste thing... money. On the other thing with critical race theory is that it's not just like saying stuff. It's not just saying, oh, well, uh, this country is created by white supremacists, so the Constitution is actually a, uh, actually enforces white supremacy. Like, that, that's just the tip of it. What they, they actually make kids do things. Like, I'll read some of the stuff from uh, what was on DeSantis' website about national example to critical race theory. Uh, this is the first one. A Philadelphia elementary school elementary school forced fifth graders to celebrate celebrate black communism <laughs> what <laughs> what school was this because i remember a while ago we found that like weird like black school it was like pretty much all black kids went there it was like the wakanda school it could be that one um and, and simulated a black power rally to free Angela Davis from prison. At this school, 87% of students will fail to achieve basic literacy by graduation. <laughs> yeah, but they'll know how to do that. They'll know, you know how, how to, to protest. protest as a black communist. Black communism, month. Yeah, that's, um, that's very... 
uh, fuck, Discord got rid of my, I gotta open this up again. Um, yeah, that's very, very progressive, and it gets better. Here's the next one. A Seattle public school, oh no, this is all Seattle public schools. Seattle public schools told teachers that the education system is guilty of, quote, spirit murder against black children, and that white oh, teachers... <laughs> I, I, I think it's like your ancestors. Your Dude, ancestors were racist, white supremacists that killed black people. A fucking spirit murder. Like, you're in the schools, right? You're not supposed to be teaching about, like, religion and ghosts, but you bring up spirit murder. It's like fucking drag. Well, we're going to use a spirit bomb today, folks. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? This is fucking anime in real life. <laughs> anime was more destructive to the West than we initially realized. Uh, yeah. So, yes, they said that they would teach, uh, told teachers that the education system is guilty of spirit murder against black children and that white teachers must, quote, bankrupt their privilege in acknowledgement of their thieved inheritance. You know, why don't they just go, go out and say, like, hey, we don't want white teachers? Just go and say, at least they'll be honest. Yeah. You know, say that we don't like white people. Get it out of, the, get out of their woodwork. You know, they know. They know. They all believe it. But they just, they're afraid to say it because they know people, you yeah, know, they're not. It becomes you know, very problematic for them. But yeah. it's like a cult. Like, it, it's like Scientology. They won't tell you about the stupid space aliens at the initial meeting, but you go to a few of them, they'll tell you about, like, whatever their bullshit beliefs are. You have to be, like, really deep in it. Well, yeah, it's also, too, and what you're going to see, too, I think, critical race theory is getting a really bad rap. The name is pretty toxic now. I think you're just going to see them do the same shit, but they're not going to call it critical race theory. It's going to be just a part of the curriculum, or an alternative viewpoint, or you know, some other name that they're going to call it. sociological approach, because yeah, that's yeah. the same mm -hmm. shit. Sociology and critical race theory are pretty much like, you know, and intertwined. Man. Yeah, so as they, they have to, if they're going to, if they're going to ban it, they have to, they have to deeply define what the fuck it is because yeah. because you can't you can't have loosely based shit because these pe these people are going to take advantage these teachers are going to just going to change the fucking you know they're just going to change change the, term change the terminology and then teach the same shit basically yeah that's what i'm concerned about and i i don't know how florida defined i'd have to read the bill uh, but there are a few more examples i want to read here because it, it gets worse if you could imagine San Diego public schools accused white teachers of being colonizers on stolen Native American land and told them, you are racist, you are upholding racist ideas, structures, and policies. That's all in quotes. They recommended that the teachers undergo anti-racist therapy. <laughs> I would love to get, like, we should go. We should go, go to one Yeah, I'd love or, to and then to yeah, just Let's just debunk that shit right away. Every <laughs> yeah, person, every person every person that exists in this fucking world um exists because of colonialism in some fashion or another someone colonized a piece of every every square inch of this fucking earth has been colonized by someone that's right makes you a racist phil right so and that's not just white people that's you know indians were colonizing there are other other pieces of land before we even exist before we even got there right before the you know even the spanish and the fucking you know 1400s and shit like every square inch of this fucking earth has been colonized by somebody so to accuse somebody of oh you're 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 a jet you're an ancestor of colon colonization uh so are you bitch uh and everyone it's also, it's also, you know 
You know who was selling people into slavery? You know, the white people, they weren't catching slaves in Africa. It was the black people selling each other. Yeah, it was black people that were fucking catching them and selling them. Well, and the other thing, too, is that simply... Why are you... You're not... You know, they're saying, like, you're not responsible for the sins of your father. You're not responsible for the sins of your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather that you probably don't know who the fuck they are. But it's... It's insane. It's it ridiculous. No sense, but I will give them this. At least they're consistent in their logic. Because these are the same people that what are logic? saying... What well, fucking logic? They're the ones that say, we need reparations for black people because of because our ancestors were slaves. They're just now turning it the other way. They're like, oh, well you then deserve to be punished <laughs> because your ancestors were my slave owners. What do you mean? But I mean, there's there's so many... Cause, cause you and you could you could tell these people have no fucking, these they, they have no real um, knowledge of history. Like you could tell that these people have no knowledge of history. Cause like, you know, well, well, what about the fucking what about the initial settlers, right? The Spanish settler, the 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 people that went on the Nina Pina Santa Maria, right? A lot of them were fucking criminals. You had people that were, uh, you know, that were in debt. Uh, you had people that, um, I don't know. You just said, you know, you had a, you had a whole bunch, you had a whole bunch of people that were, um, under, underprivileged. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, and then, okay. So what about the settler? The, what about the English settlers, right? The ones that were running away from England to go to fucking, you know, to go to the new world, right? Like how much did they have? Right. Well, they probably yeah, didn't have shit. I think they developed some sort of like weird interpretation. It's called like the Kyriarchy or some shit. The like it's, it's like the Kyriarchy, and it's this little thing you got to see how pressed you are. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! We did this in an IST class in on my last semester. Of Penn State. Jeez. And see that really disappoints me. I, I have the screenshots, and I need a sense of somebody. But we had an oppression matrix. And it was like, and people have talked about this, this happens in other schools today, in your elementary schools, where it's like, okay, this is a, this is the most oppressed person, a straight white male, but then, then they're the most oppressive person. And then below that, the most oppressive person is the straight white female. And then like it goes down this hierarchy where they rank people on how oppressive and oppressed you are. It's ins- it's all- it's so insane, and people just sit there and they just oh okay, they don't think that it's a big deal that they're being brainwashed and you know they well, put see, up with it. What can you do as a kid in a class? Like you say Raise something. Hell. Well, yeah, but then you get a shitty grade, you know. And if you, if you like some people, they yeah, have scholars reform with it. Like this is what I would I what, what the problem I've been having because I would say shit and I could get away with it because. Number one, you know what you're talking about. If you know what you're talking about, you can back it up. You can usually get away with it. My grades were penalized for when I said some stuff that was milk toast, um, maybe poorly worded because we had a character limit in a paper, but I did get docs and points. This is when that happens. Go to campus reform. Give a bad name to that school for doing that, and you know you do it enough times, and they're eventually going to have to change or. Apologize or do something. You gotta well, keep the pressure on. Well, didn't like Sam, like that Sam guy from uh, Penn State, didn't he like brag about being on one of those dangerous professor lists? Oh, uh, yeah, I think he was on one of those lists. I, um, it's on his Wikipedia page, isn't it? Yeah, he was like, uh, it was like something like Dershowitz or something, or I don't know, some 
Some guy gave him, put him on some sort of list. What the fuck? No. Oh, yeah. yeah like, they, they put him on some sort of list, and like he's just like, oh, haha, that's funny. Well, because like, he's one of those professors, too, that's very well-known, probably has a pretty good paycheck, and he's basically safe. He's probably tenured. What do you think? Do you think that colleges are going to go and penalize someone for being too woke? No, no. but... The, the the thing you can do is keep applying the pressure until um, other people start waking up to this and they stop sending their kids there. Or they start raising hell and you get the alumni to stop donating. Good luck with that. Like, has this work at any sort of, like, mainstream school? Like, I could see at, you know, some sort of university, like Bible University or Brigham Young or something. I could see that. But at, like, the main state right. school Penn State... Well, I you think really... part of the problem is there is no organized effort to do this because not enough people care because, frankly, too many conservatives are lazy and they don't do anything about it. Um, and I do understand, like, yeah, there, it's you have a lot against you, but nobody's tried it at a large, effective scale. And that's part of the problem is, like, well, let's just try it. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, but nobody's tried it. He's got a bubble shield, Sean. I know. I was hoping... Oh, he did come out. I was hoping to get him on the way out. Uh, the other things in this, there's a couple more examples. So, you know, it's 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 really a beauty. A... Uh, is this one I already read? No, this is a new one. An elementary school in Cupertino, California. Again, elementary school. Elementary. Forced third graders to deconstruct their racial identities, then break themselves according to their power and privilege. Can you imagine sending your... What, is that like a 10 year old a six-year-old and then and then their teacher goes okay what's your race johnny white what's well look at where the race male all right that's a lot of power you have there a lot of privilege what's where's space up cupertino california isn't that where like google's headquartered uh that's where apple is headquartered and uh, i don't know if google, i think google's near there it's it's, it's silicon valley yeah, that's what I mean, like, do you think they're really gonna raise that much of a fucking fuss? Oh yeah, I know. I'm, and I'm not talking about those schools. Like, Penn State is a different, very different uh, environment in terms of, like, the state it's in than California. Like, Pennsylvania is half blue, half red. California well, yeah, is mostly people, blue. Who's going to college, though? Uh, well, the pan well, the kids are mostly left-wing because they're kids, but the parents is where things change. There's a lot of conservative kids that send their kids, their liberal kids to Penn State. On how many fucking, you know, people are actually going to be paying attention to that? Like, that's how many parents... Problem. They don't, and that's what my point is. Is like, I love seeing, and well, you are seeing this, actually, is look at all these videos of parents at the <laughs> public schools elementary schools that are rising up and giving these schools shit for this. It's effective. It's working because it's happening at a large scale and it's happening every every school board meeting. You're having parents of all races, genders, and actually what the best part is it's mostly moms. The moms have bigger balls than the dads, frankly. Because the dads aren't going to school board meetings because they're at work. I, well, no, these are usually after work. Um, you think that they like it's usually the moms you know for better or for worse they tend to deal with a lot of the school shit like i know i know at least in my experience like my my mom's one always involved with that yeah, my dad 
and they're rising up. They're coming to these school rooms and giving them hell, and they're citing examples of like, hey, my kid was told to rank their power and privilege, and they're giving them shit for it. These clips are going viral, and it's now giving critical race here a bad name. It's effective. It's working. They know it's working, which is why they're panicking over this. Um, so it's great seeing that. I mean, it's, it's amazing, and you just got to keep doing it. You rarely saw this stuff. You saw a little bit of this stuff during, like, the Tea Party uh, revolution where you had people that were just normal moms and dads actually starting to do things. But this is at such a large scale that it's actually becoming effective. And, you know, it's still going on, so there's still a lot more to happen. Um, the other examples here, though, is a middle school in Springfield, Missouri, which is a red state, Force teachers to locate themselves on an oppression matrix. I had to do one of those. Claiming that white heterosexual Protestant males are inherently oppressors and must atone for their, quote, convert white supremacy. Yeah, see, I think anything that mentions white supremacy, like, that's a good way to go and find this shit, you know. Does it mention white supremacy? Well, what Trump did was he uh, stopped funding to anything that mentioned white privilege, which I think is actually even better, because that's an inherently Marxist term. Well, yeah, but then they'll just go and use other words like white supremacy, white whiteness. Like, you'll start getting them to be autistic with it. I know, and that's what we're going to start seeing. Uh, and then there's two more here. The second last one is a Buffalo public school. Oh, Buffalo public schools, all of them, taught students that, quote, all white people perpetuate systemic racism and force kindergartners to watch a video of dead black children warning them about quote, racist police and state-sanctioned violence who might kill them at any time. <laughs> what the fuck? It's kidnapping. Well, that's it's, it's these stupid, stupid fucking liberal places that are doing some of this crazy shit. And they're the ones that aren't, you know, having anti, you know, white, like, anti-racist, you know, anti-CMT or whatever. CMT. CRT. Yeah, CRT. Not, not the TVs. <laughs> But no, they're literally. I can't imagine like your kindergartners getting showed like basically Black Lives Matter propaganda and saying, "Yeah, cops are gonna kill you." Like, well, yeah, then they keep talking about this. Like they mention this some sort of like fucking talk. Wait, is uh, Hobo is Hobo still on? Oh, did he leave? Did he leave? I think we scared him. Um, oh shit! Oh, never Maybe mind. He'll come back. He's gonna give us a yow update. He's gonna send me some stuff. No, I was gonna ask him about that because he's black, I think. Like, cause they keep saying that, like, he apparently. Assume his race, bigot. Hold up now, hold up now, hold up now. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think I've. I think I was right, Mike. Now, <laughs> somebody say black. Keep, I keep seeing this shit out, like on the news, like you know that like every black kid gets told that like you know you're they're out to get you. Is that something that happens to every like every black person when they're like a teen or whatever? They're out to get you. Yeah, like the white yeah, yeah cops and like society they they're gonna hate you and shit is, is that like a real thing i've seen this mentioned I, I, I haven't been i haven't been told exactly that but i was told that i, I would have to work harder oh, yeah that's, that's about it yeah because like a lot it keeps... of my history teachers were my, a lot of my history teachers are actually republican <laughs> oh yeah that's that's nice well see like i don't know where i was at i had a couple like really bad liberal teachers most of them were Either apolitical oh, or they. How old, hit. how old are you? I'm 25. You're 25. I'm 25 too. Oh, good shit. Oh, where are you from? Um, I'm I'm around the Pennsylvania. You know, we're all. Okay. 
We all met in the yeah, PA. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's Liberalville right there. Oh, uh, well, see, it depends where you're Yeah, we had more, at least when I first started going to college or high school, there was more trucks and cars in the, in the lot. And then my, my year fucked it up. We had a bunch of pussies. You know, we got like a lot of preppy douchebag, like swag, swag kids. Some that was, kids. That yeah, swag. yeah, they were really into like preppy swag, you know, gangsta. Like, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, I know what you, mean. you know, it smells, you know, like, I don't know where they get their shit from. Like, Axe. Do they have axe on them. Well, I, I don't know if I think it's every middle, like elementary or middle school though, like, but we, or high school. It's fucking gem. They're just all these sort of douchebag, preppy, bullshit kids. All oh, we were going to college. Or like before then, we had some cool people. Like we used to have people who would, um, yeah, I told you some of the pranks, and we—it was a common thing to see people flying the rebel flag in the parking lot. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you were at school. Yeah, but see, like my year, I don't think they did that. I think there's only a handful of trucks in the parking lot when I was there, too. Bro, we didn't have anybody flying any Confederate flags. I mean, it's stupid because we, you know, PA's, it was a northern state. But, um, you know, that's how you knew the sort of population yeah. that went to this school district. But they were, they were decent for the most part. You know, we had few incidents, but... Yeah, it was a pretty decent place. Maybe we had some of, like we had a lot of people coming up from Baltimore. And that's what that's what gave us the preppy and like gangster shit. Oh yeah, kids, and then you got like gangsters coming in, starting yeah, to we had man, like well we had the people from Baltimore coming up here to go get away from the crime. They're bringing that shit over there. Like, see, they're bringing my... crime. They're bringing drugs, and like. Man, it, it was crazy because like like when I first started going here, like my whole area where my parents were at, there was like a bunch of farms, and now there's like I think a handful left. But like there was farms fucking everywhere, you know. Now there ain't shit. Now we just get a bunch of people making houses, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm out here. In, yeah, I'm out here in Frisco, Texas. Um, it's like a suburb of Dallas. Oof. This shit, man, right here it used to be. Frisco used to be nothing but farmland with a population of 7,000 people. Now they're building city around it. Well, the last example of critical race that I want to mention was um, in Arizona. The Arizona Department of Education created a, quote, equity toolkit, claiming that babies show the first signs of racism at three months old. <laughs> And that white children become, quote, strongly biased in favor of whiteness by age five. Holy shit. I, I hate this word whiteness. Man, it's like. What does you that know, even mean, whiteness? They use it to describe, like, everything negative. And then you mention blackness, and it's all like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I don't like this, like, this charged shit. Like, there's no whiteness. Yeah, I did. Did, did you at the age of five go. Oh shit! I'm white. Wow, it's amazing. No, Dude, you I never didn't, said that. I didn't give a shit about that stuff back then. Yeah, you know, yeah, these niggas are crazy. White. No, I eh, probably not. I, at, I was pretty hey guys, at, fi no, at I five, meant, I meant all of us, not just you. I'm not saying you're dumb. <laughs> I'm saying at, 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 
Hey guys, at five, was your first word the N word? <laughs> yes. No, no, I was, not was, that your, was that your first word? That was your first word? I was not a gamer at the age of five. It took me a few years. He said, you know what, man? These niggas is crazy. <laughs> Demonetized. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just, it's just he's like, what are they basing this off of? Is there any science that goes, you know, No, there is. This is a plan, though, at the age of five. It's unscientific. Go ahead. At some point, they're just making this shit up. <laughs> I'm like, well, come on I, mean. I think that's like this whole these social sciences just start out because, you know, they need to do something with all the veterans after World War II, and they didn't want to give them hard shit, and that's where like sociology came from. Like psychology really started jumping off around that time, and it got worse because like at least back then people were pretty base, and you know they weren't full of shit. Yeah, no, it's a completely different world we live in. It still has these same crazy things. But is there anything else you and Phil would like to share with us that we didn't cover on? Because I know you guys do a lot of research into this. Dude, I, I looked at like the Wikipedia article for like 10 minutes. That's I not a lot of research for this show. Yeah, I mean, compared <laughs> to what we did lately, probably. <laughs> yeah. We We've dropped the ball in some ways, but it's gonna get better, folks. Probably. That wasn't invest. That wasn't too invest. I was watching Doctor Sleep. Ooh, I stuck him. Do you have anything else, Phil? Phil? Did we lose the Phil? Fuck. He's getting, he's getting that boomer age, man. Phil, where do you go that I can't follow? The men's room. The men's room. <coughs> the ladies' room. room. Alright, since we have you on Hobo, I don't want to keep up any longer, but uh, what's your Yao update that you were telling me about? That you, you've uncovered some things. You want to give us a TLDR? It ain't really too much. It's basically, well, it's basically some evidence that I've had, well, some some evidence that I had that, um, I don't know if you can post this on the video post-production or something like that. No, I won't be but, able um, to. Or, or, if, or if you're gonna have, or if you're gonna make another video involving that. But yeah, um, a, a while back, I forgot that a while back that a guy told me in August that, um, Maggie brought in three brought in two other um two other gal workers one of her was her intern and um they they both filed a a claim a sexual assault claim all three on a higher up um do we know basically I don't want to say his name. I mean, we're just gonna say Maggie, because Maggie's the, Maggie made herself public. Okay. It's the one that publicly came out. I don't want to say the other guy's name. I mean, that's because he's gonna be on my ass. So she basically hired two people that made some sexual assault, uh, filed sexual assault claims. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she basically made, she basically like got other, got two other women to file sexual assault claim. Oh, she got. Them. Now I now I posted this on the Yao2 hashtag. I think uh, Mr. Uh, Maul here, or what's your name again? I will call me Maul. 
and Maul, Mr. Maul here would know that uh, she mysteriously took, quote unquote, took a break from Twitter by deactivating her profile. It's now up now. But she, quote unquote, took a break from Twitter. Now, while, now while this happened, I posted it on, uh, I posted this on two different threads. Uh, I posted I, my original post, and I posted on somebody said that Maggie Maggie disappeared. Did she get suspended? Like no. I said maybe it has something to do with this. You know, kind of want just to start. You know, I, I I'm gonna admit I've been a kind of a bad boy. I like to troll y'all a little bit, kind of stir the pot. You know, I even make prank calls to my my old bosses sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I have this app. My, my friend has this app. Where he, he freaking like he can freaking disguise his number. Oh, dude, I yeah, you can do that. I've seen that before, dude. I've done that. Make it look yeah. like someone else and fuck with them. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I've been doing that for for a better part of a while. Um, yeah, but I also got I also got drunk and cussed out my old my old director as well. <laughs> so, and then and then um, another director came up and said, "Yo, fuck off, man." Like yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that. I told him I'm sorry about that. You know, you, you can't be just cussing people out. You can't just be cussing people out at midnight, man. That's the best that you do. You can't it. be doing that shit. Like, what the fuck's your problem? You can go to jail for this. Nah, like, dude, I like you can play. Like like I don't think I threatened him. Like I didn't threaten him. I just called him a piece of shit for 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 about five minutes. All right. Oh man, they suck a fuck. Oh no, man, shit. But, um, yeah, freaking, but yeah, um, prior to posting this, well, a, well, after posting this, uh, this, 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 um, the screenshot, a mysterious figure, a mis Maggie deleted her Twitter, will deactivate her Twitter, a mysterious person going by the name of, uh, LP Sunnyvale, Canada, she's, she's, I guess this person from, from Canada, Basically, just childishly, you know, childishly berated my um my my screenshot. And he said, "Oh, did anybody reputable post to this?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, the person was a former higher up from Yale, so it's pretty he's pretty credible." <laughs> and her response, and this person's response was, "You'll you'll find out what I'm saying her in a minute," because I have a theory of who it is. Um, this person's response was, "Well, your source is wrong. Stop, stop harassing sexual survi survivors of rape, you jackass." And I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> whatever." I mean, and then and then this person went to another one of my threads and then said, "Oh, he mentioned he mentioned she. This person mentioned a kitchen incident." Oh, gee. You know? Not the and says, oh, you, you did this in the kitchen. You jerked off in the kitchen. That's why I'm like, well, what does it have to do with a posted hand? You say, that's because you're a creep and you're trying to overcompensate by trying to discredit a survivor of rape. Hey, man, you want to jack off in the kitchen? You have more power to you. You know, who, does, who hasn't jacked off in the kitchen before? Especially when they make you sleep in the kitchen. Yeah, well, you know, first off, jack off in your true. fucking bed, you know? If there are twenty people in a room, you know that's that's some fucked like, up. Like first, uh, I told her like first off, not true. 
secondly, secondly, like, even if it was true, at least I'm not a freaking, like, I'm not a freaking rapist. All right, so don't freaking come at me with that. He said, "Oh, oh, yeah, but you, but you, it doesn't matter. You jerked off in the kitchen. Who cares? How can anybody believe a person who jerked off in the kitchen? You just, you just, you just mad. You're just like a disgruntled. You're just bitter." And then, like, I never heard from this person like, after, like, I freaking, after I freaking, like, um, you know, end the conversation. You know, I never. This person does, hasn't really posted ever since. And then uh, the very next day, mysteriously, Maggie puts back her account, and this person still hasn't posted. Yeah. My theory is, <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be incredibly wrong. So just take it with a grain of salt. I think it was. Ma I think Maggie made like an alt alt account, and fucking posted, and then fucking posted that, and then came back to say, hey. I'm back, cause cause then once she blocked my first two accounts, I make an alt account, right? And I, and I post a, and I post the same screenshots on there. She just doesn't post anything. Now nobody says anything. Now were these claims that that she got these people to make like these sexual assault claims? Are they credible? Like, did they actually happen? Um, like I said, if they, I mean, I heard, th I heard this from one of the former higher, one of a former higher up. So, I mean, I can't say, I mean, yeah, I, I get, I, they did happen because everybody like knew about it. And then, yeah. you know, so, so really, freaking, just, um, so freaking, more so allegations he was, that are true. He was, he was fired. He was fired by Cliff. And he was fired by Cliff. He said, and, the, and, he, and he heard Cliff say, "Listen, this is obviously bullshit, but we can't have you. You have to go today." So, well, I've also got, I've, I've also got some ire from. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm also got from I. I got some ire from uh, from uh, the TPUSA accuser, Mrs. Uh, Rando. Olivia Rondo, the wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got into some beef with her. I told her she, I mean, she took a picture of herself. I told her she had a fat forehead. <laughs> and then once again, she mentioned, once again, they mentioned the kitchen story. Oh, the guy who got jerked up in the kitchen got something to say. And I said, I sure do. I said, bitch, I sure do. And then he freaking blocks me. And then I said, oh, so you, get, and then I go into an alt account. I said, oh, so you getting mad because what? What I'm roasty? You mad because I'm styling on you? <laughs> and then it ba and then she basically blocks that account. <laughs> and then I make another account. Say, why are you running? <laughs> why are you running? <laughs> then she tried to then she tried to out me on Twitter. Say this guy right here is known for jacking off in the kitchen. He's extremely <laughs> perverted. Women beware. I said, bitch, I don't even go on Twitter like this. So so you're doing absolutely nothing. That's the funniest shit, too. It's like, oh, you know, you raped so no, I just jacked off in the kitchen. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's every male has done it. 97% of males have jacked off in their life, and 3% are lying. Yeah. You know, and if that's where you're fucking saying because they can't give you a full room, that's on, that's on turning point. 
Not giving you your own room to have any sort of privacy. Like, what sort that's of, like, fly-by-night operations is that? That's a young American, not Turning Point. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's some yeah bullshit. Yeah, I'll turn point, whatever. Oh, oh my god. She... I looked at her content, and by god, is is her content fucking boring. Like, she has a YouTube channel, Olivia Rondo. Well, did you... It is... Yeah, speaking of Turning Point, though, did, did you see Alex Athampus in our chat? That Charlie is now shilling for these pain relief supplements on TV. Much pain relief ones, I think it's I know. That Gorka does too. Yeah, they all do that same stupid shit. Yeah, but Charlie's on there like, and he says, "I've had back pain for ten months." Or no, or it's like, no, it's like, when I sit down in ten minutes, I get back pain. But then I got fair relief, whatever the fuck it's called. And and then he's like into the ad, like throwing like a foot. <laughs> A football. As it's like a fucking like, relief factor. I've seen that shit. Yeah, it's like it's so bizarre. It's just so bad. I mean, they need, it's like Raid Shadow Legends. They need the fucking money. Huh? It's like Raid Shadow Legends. They just need the fucking money. Oh. Yeah, but but I I recommend you at least try to look at Mrs. Olivia Rondo's content. At least a little bit. It's just a, it's just basically an echo chamber. You know, it's basically just, just an hour and ten minutes of people just agree uh, saying stuff and agreeing with each other. Which is like vintage boring content right there. Oh, uh, I, like, I'm like, really? She brings on... She talked to Blair White, which was impressive that she got her on there. Nice. And everything, but like, you know, like I said, it was just... It was completely boring. Yeah, I didn't care I about fucking get... Blair White. Who cares? Oh, I, 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 I'm a woman. I'm a Republican. Oh, look at me. Those fake fucking conservatives. That's what she is. That's what she. I mean, she's one of those conscious conservatives. She's like the amazing Lucas. It's like kind of like Candace Owens. Like, oh, I'm I'm this you know typically liberal minority group. Look, watch me because only because I'm not like the others. I'm not like the other you know black girls. Contra I'm yeah, contrary and contrary and conservative. That's basically what she is. I looked at her sexual assault. This is a, so played out. I hold, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second, brother. I look. I looked. I looked at her sexual assault um, story, right? And I do believe that she said that in Turning Point, she went up. She was warned about this particular individual, and for some reason, she decided to go to his room at one o'clock in the one o'clock in the morning to drink with him. <laughs> that's kind of stupid. That's what happened? I remember reading this Is story, that what and she was hanging out with this dude um, that she wanted to like. I don't know. I forget if she wanted to get with him. I have to read it, but she wanted to. She met up with this dude, and then they ended up in a room. And I think she thought it was going to be consensual or something, and then it was not. I, I forget how it went. <laughs> she, thought, she thought it was going to be consensual. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? I forget. I, I need to. Oh no, she got drunk. That's what happened. She got drunk, and then he. I forget if it was a rape or just like a sexual. General sexual And who was this? Was this Blair White? No, 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 no. She, she has. This is Olivia Rondo. So Blair White a... though has been sexually assaulted though, oh, uh, which I do believe. But I think with the Olivia girl, she, she was at a conference and she starts hanging out with this dude that she, she seemed attracted to, I think. And then he got her super drunk, and then did some bad stuff. I remember that one. Yeah, I think I, I, I was it just was curious. Yeah, I'm like. Like what the fuck? But I'm like prior right? to hanging with the dude, she was warned several times that hey, 
Hey, this guy's a creeper. This guy's a creeper. You know, What's be careful around him. Yeah, I think she said. I think she said. I gotta read the story again. Yeah, I don't remember her being warned. I, I, I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't remember that. But I, I, I know she told other people after this happened about it, and nobody didn't do anything. And I don't know. It's just, it's all really weird. It's all allegedly. Yeah, yeah her story has seem does seem kind of weird. Your story does seem weird. I don't want to blame the victim. Well, what happened with Blair White right now? I'm, I'm curious. Like, how did this sexual assault happen? I don't know. I don't even know if she even publicly explained it, but she did publicly say she was sexually assaulted. It was in one of her videos. I I, forget. I don't know the, the, the lore on it. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it was before she transitioned, I think. That's what I'm saying. I, I do believe it. Hmm. <laughs> Was this at like turning point or was this? Yeah, I think this is before she was in all this shit. I've, I've, again, I don't know any of the details. I just know she has said that she has been sexually assaulted. But yeah, I was gonna try to go to CPAC. But. I'm afraid of running it. Huh? That's another fuck fest. Yeah. Well, then, thing is. I'm afraid of running into one of those. Y'all remember this? Oh, you were freaking tr harassing us online on Twitter. You were you were DMing us. You were freaking trolling us, prank calling us. I'm like, well, yeah, and I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna message Phil and see if he what happened to him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, two situation. Uh, we can talk about Lauren Daughtery. You know, um, well, what do you guys think that? Um, you know, this is the that's the new president of Yao. Um, her and uh, she she has a vet. She has a vice president called Catherine Brackbill. Now I've sent you another screenshot of this of a guy of Chad Liberty, our friend Chad Liberty. The guy who doesn't like me very much. The guy who, you know, freak you, freaking try to roast me every chance he gets. But he told me that the vice, pre current vice president now, leaked some of the grievances, the names of the victims, to Cliff Maloney, so that he can retaliate. Oh, that's awful, Jesus. So I, I sent you that, um, Catherine Brackbill, that um. She's responsible for leaking some of the um some of the 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 names of the victim. So um as far as Lauren Daughtery is concerned, uh, I don't really know much about her. Uh, all I know is that most female leaders <laughs> does not have the best track record when it comes to leading some and Yao has been taking some financial hits. Um, well, I got a that's friend not because of her. Let's be real. That's well, I, well, I know of... that. I know that. I know that. With the combination of COVID, losing the elections, no, and freaking, um, freaking scandal. Organization, and now they have an organization that's run by a rapist. Was run by a rapist. Alleged rapist. Yeah, that's why donors pulled out. 
Nobody likes libertarians. Food. Nobody likes libertarian party. It's just a, it's an organization that just is a total like, uh, like it makes no sense in 2021. At least Turning yeah. Point tries to be conservative. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I just don't see the difference. There's not enough differentiation. They all seem like the same sort of fucking cults. Well, the difference with Yao is that they're libertarian. So they have all this, these, like, libertarians. Like, well, kind of Turning Point kind of libertarian as well. well they like, started off that way, but they were more, they lean more conservative. And now they try to position themselves as the conservative organization on campuses. I think all of them try to do that. It's no, just... Yao's different. They they try to frame themselves as libertarian. You know, they're more into Ron and Rand Paul, whereas Charlie was more into Trump because he was grifting. But he was Charlie, that is. But Yao is obsessed with these like obscure libertarians that nobody cares about, except Rand Paul, really. But. You know, okay, let me put it this way. At Turning Point Conference, you're going to see people wearing shirts that say, Christ is King, and, you know, Trump 2024. We're going to see fucking girls with, um, you know, shooting out money. Yeah. Crowd, and you're going to see, like, whores galore. Well, that, that's that's Turning Point National, yes, but, I mean, like, in terms of the students, you, the, the makeup of it is you're going to see these pro-Trump students that are libertarian Yao Gao Khan at a Yao convention, you're gonna see people wearing shirts that say legalize uh, domestic heroin. <laughs> like it's two very different groups. Speaking of Yao Khan, they're they are having an event. Well, at the August. fucking turning point one, they're probably gonna be doing fucking heroin. Yeah, yeah. they're having an event. They're having an event in August, and I was thinking about going. It's sold out now, but I was thinking about going for shits and giggles. Oh yeah, get get some free pussy, you know. <laughs> Actually, there are, none. there are none. What are you talking about? Uh, I thought you said one of them was a fuck fest. Oh, that's CPAC. That's uh, the TPSA SAS conferences. But with Yao, there are, there's like females are an endangered species. There, they just don't exist. They're Money. they're 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 endangered. They're near extinction. I mean, or they're seventeen. <laughs> Yeah, because, hey, age of consent, what was that mean, libertarian land? You know, it, oh, it, they're yeah. very, very, and that's why I send the videos that I know this is from our chapter. When my girlfriend went to a Yaocon, she knows immediately that there are no chicks, and it's weird. Like, any group that doesn't have girls, there's a problem. I'm sorry. It's not normal. I don't know, like, Now that a chick is running it, I, think it's I don't know. I, th I think there's reasons to be wary of the women in certain groups. No, I get you, but what I'm saying is any normal group is going to attract women to Good or bad, they're going to attract a decent Well, yeah, look, look what woman that we got at, you know, our bull moose club. Bull moose? But yeah, bull moose isn't normal. Well, back before we had... Well, before... Oh, no, I see what you mean now. The Trump club. Sorry, I'm sorry, what club? Yeah, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, it was back in the day. We had a Trump club at Penn State when Sierra's were cocks and went endorsed Trump. We made a Trump club, and I joined oh. it, and a bunch of others did. But that club, though, yeah, it did have some crazy people. Don't get me wrong, but it did also have some normal people. <laughs> yeah, they got scared away after like day two. Yeah, they did. But but when I had or when I was ch ch chapter president of our Turning Point chapter, 
on our first meeting we had more girls than ever before and we had a lot of normal girls actually stay. Like we had a decent consistent group of girls and that is what you want to see. It's not going to be the majority because men are more interested in politics usually, especially on campuses. In right-wing politics, at least. Yes, right-wing politics. Yeah, should be more specific, yes. But at Yale, it's like women just are not, they're an endangered species. It's, it's weird. And these are people that don't usually have girlfriends that don't talk to girls, or if they do, it's they're very awkward. Women, women are like a where's Waldo page. Yeah, exactly. Right? I was like, find the girl. Alright. Yeah. Oh no, there's just nothing but awkward females. I mean, awkward males. Yeah, yeah. I get some optimistic females in there, too. Oh yeah, and the thing, too, is like, with, with our Trump Club and with uh, more or less Turning Point, is at least our chapter, is that there's a healthy balance with everything. It's like, yeah, you're, you have some crazy because you're always gonna, but by and large, most people were normal, cool people, and we were all friends. And there was both genders present. These other ones I noticed, like, whenever it's an ineffective organization, whenever it's a weird, obscure organization that has problems, they don't have normal people, and they most certainly don't have girls. Yeah, unless it's a cult. Yeah, cut, cut. Yeah, well, like sororities, you know, yeah, sororities. for like some of these um, makeup sales, like these scams. Oh God, yeah. They have their own version. <laughs> okay, copy. Yeah, but in terms of that, yeah. I think he's asleep. Oh, yeah. There we go. He's. Yeah, but in terms of that, yeah, that was a dying organization. Yep, exactly. They've been dying for years, and it's like this scandal is like the big final nail coffin. I, I still don't understand. Like, they got yeah, they got Yaf, they got all these other fucking bullshit orgs. They all just yeah. seem the same. Well, no, they, they do have some similarities, don't get me wrong, in terms of, like, a lot of these are fuckfests, a lot of these have some pretty toxic people, a lot of these have some of the common issues, but... Yao is different. Yaf is one of those. It's very similar to Turn Boy. Like I don't know what's different about it except that they're less popular and they're pretty jerky. Yeah, they just have all the you know speakers. It's a bottom up or, or a top down organization. Kind of, yeah. But well, there's so many things I want to talk about this show. Actually, I hope Phil comes back and we can talk about. It. But. Um... You remember that chick, speaking of grifters, remember that chick in Baltimore that was running for mayor? And she was framing herself as a black conservative running in Baltimore. Remember that girl? Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that in commercial. It was a pretty good commercial. Yeah, a video that made every GOP donor just like cream their pants and give her a million dollars. Oh boy, what what she grift? Like, she, you find out that she was lying about something nice. Well. She got into a little beef with, funny enough, Candace Owens. And say what you will about Candace, you know, let's put that aside for a second. She normally doesn't call out people on the right. She called out Ben Shapiro, I remember a few times in the past, rightfully so. But she called out Kim Klasick because Kim Klasick retweet, quote tweet Candace. When Candace said, sometimes I wonder if ever, 
black America will wake up to the psychological warfare and perpetual brainwash to believe everything is racist. And Kim said, believe it or not, many in black America are very aware the fight is classism rather than racism. Fortunately, the loudest mouths with the largest platforms misrepresent the majority. This may come as a shock to you because of your lack of engagement with black people. So, firing some shots. Yeah, that's true. That was, that was what Kim Klasik said to Candace. Well, to be fair, it's fucking true. Like, look at who's going to be... Like, if, if Candace Owens is speaking, who do you think is going to be most of the audience? White people. White Republicans. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, oh, she's... She's like, well, you know, she's saying the right things. Like, dude, she's just a fucking... I, I think Candace Owens is a grifter. Yeah, I thought... I, I think like, so, too. I, I've, always thought of, I've always thought of her as a grifter. Yeah, and, and like I said, it, well, maybe there'll be some disagreements when we think of Candace, but what she did point out was Val with Kim Clasic, where she said, while you were busy hustling millions of dollars out of Republicans for a race that was not winnable... My nonprofit, which employs all minorities, was busy starting 40 chapters across the nation that does events in black neighborhoods every weekend. We are not the same. While you were busy scamming checks from Republicans from a video, I raised 300000 for black businesses that were destroyed during the BLM riots. We're not the same. Oof. Okay, uh, let me I call the police. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. That's a murder. That was a massacre. Yes. I'm like, dude. Like I said. What was her response? There, there's, there's, there, 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 she has no response. No, she did. She deleted her original tweet attacking Candace. <laughs> exactly. Like, dude, she murdered that tweet. Mm-hmm. Like, man. That's why I said, like, you know, search for like Candace, take away the preconceptions. <laughs> she... She nailed her on that. <laughs> she needs to go to jail for that type of murder, man. It was like fucking. It was like fucking. Did you hear the tweet when I read out, Alex? No. So Candace's reply to Kim Clasic. Oh, I didn't hear those ones. Yeah, she basically said she was scamming people, and she says I raised three hundred thousand dollars for black businesses that were destroyed during the BLM riots. It's like oof. And then what? You wanna know what Kim Klasik did in response? Well, she deleted the original tweet. Yep, she deleted her tweet where she called out Candace. Why does it keep fucking up my? Locked her up. You have no audio either. No, I mean that's not what I'm worried about. It's my keybinds. Oh. There's audio. It's just really low on this one. Yeah, I just noticed. I think it's a Taylor one, right? Yeah, my fucking keybinds, they always get fucked up on this. Somebody explain to me what Juneteenth Day is? No, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought you were... I, mean, I, I thought, thought you would know. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, something about slavery, is. something about freaking... So it was basically... Oh, yeah, we're, oh, yeah it, was, it, was about, it was about freeing the Irish slaves, right? The white <laughs> Irish slaves? <laughs> it was basically the... Um, I think the day, like, the last slaves were freed or when some slaves in Texas were informed that they were freed. I've, I forget specifically, but the problem I have with it is, you know, that's that's all good. That's fine. If we want to have a day where we celebrate the emancipation of slaves, I think that's a good thing, showing America's progress. The problem is the intent of the people who are pushing this uh, is to push it as Juneteenth 
black independence. They're trying to, and they even say this, they're trying to make their own Independence Day. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, where everything white people in America creates racist in the olden days. Like even Independence Day. So we're going to make our own. For well, they have their own black national anthem now too, apparently. Well, that's what it's all doing. It's all, we're, we're, we're destroying the old and making our own stuff for our own minority groups. And the bill that Joe Biden signed that made it a federal holiday specifically says that this is a Black Independence Day. Oh, fine. Fuck it. I'm making that. But we're, we're still for celebrating 4th of July. Too. Yeah, well, not for how long, though? I mean... Yeah. That's White Independence Day. We don't want to... Because, it, you know, by that logic, if... That's black and a pen scene, and other ones just white. Oh, oh, oh no! It, I mean, to me, for to me, it's just the the country that we were born, that I was born in. It's the day you know we became an independent country from England, not the white people. No, just the freaking country in general. So I'm I was surprised born here. I'm surprised they don't have a new holiday for like the day, like the first time that like fucking Obama. What was it, June? What was it, the January 6th or whatever should be a new holiday for when Obama got elected? I thought you were saying January 6th. I was like, holy shit. Well, because isn't that when oh, Obama like, took power? It would uh, take... Everybody takes power on January 20th, I think. Oh, God. He's... January 20th is Inauguration Day. Yeah. I'm surprised that isn't, like, just in general, I'm surprised that's not a federal holiday. Well, I was a surprised that for the longest time Christmas Eve wasn't a federal holiday, but Trump made a federal holiday. Which is good, because well, that give you off for that. What? You know, most places do give you off for that. Right, but now it's a federally mandated holiday where it's like, yeah, you can't make people work today. Well, I mean, I've worked holidays before. It's, it's federal it's government. Gay. It's gay. Working it's big holidays, big gay. Especially when you don't even get paid overtime for it. That's really big gay. It's pretty big gay. Obviously, I'm kidding when I say gay. Friendly kills me for that. But no, I well that that leads me to a discussion that we were having last night that I think, you know, is something that isn't talked about at all in the national conversation, and it's something honestly I think should become a mainstream thing we push for, which is, in America, we have this obsession with working. And I know people are going to be like, what are you talking about? Most people in this country are lazy. Yes, there are a lot of lazy people, but there are a lot of people that work nine to five jobs, nine to five jobs, five days a week, and only get a week, two weeks, a vacation, a year. But in Europe, they get months. They get months of vacation. And yeah, people think that. Month, that I think. I think they might get a month. No, some of them get like I think Germany gets like a three months or something. Fuck. Yeah, it's something like that. I forget, but the point is, Europe. Yes, they're they're pretty cocked in a lot of ways, and thank God we left them. But I think they're right on the vacation thing because we have this just like I think silly idea that we. we have to work every day in this country. And well, like, I, I work hard, but what about enjoying life? Well, it's not even just that. It's, you know, you're working all this time, and what do you have to show for? You know, like, yeah. and it's not even just you're working 
you know, that many, you, you only have this many holidays. It's, you know, you're going to be working, like, most people work more than eight hours a day because most people don't get off, like, like for their lunchtime. That's not included. So in all reality, and, you know, they're required to go take that lunch. They're working, like, you know, eight and a half, nine hours. Right. And then hen for do? What do you do? You have like two days off on the weekend. You go back to work, and then you die. You just spent your whole life just working for what? Some big. Did you just reference? Did you just reference Bittersweet Symphony? What's that? No, don't even. The the song. It's a bittersweet symphony that's life. Oh shit! I didn't actually unintentionally try to make it. But like I don't know, people just work. They work all the time over in America. It feels, and you know, what do you really have to show for it? You know, you you don't. You end up spending money. Like you might make more money in America, but you spend more money to go and get that time back. Well, you You know, know, I'm starting to think this is rooted in. Well, like I think it started with just a strong worth ethic of building our nation, but I think it's now rooted in corporatism. Like who, yeah. who who wins in all of this? It's the big corpos. Not just because they have you at you know at making them profit every day, but you make money that you spend on Amazon, on Target. Like we have a consumer culture that's obsessed with spending. Constantly spending. You know, some people are like restless, like I have to buy something. I can't just save money, I gotta buy. And so who would want to promote this insane work culture more than anyone is the big corpos or any corpo because you're making them money and then you're buying shit from them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, it's, it's just wasteful. It's just incredibly wasteful because, you know, you're spending all this money. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm working this many hours. And what? And then, you know, what are you spending that on for like childcare? because, you know, you're working all the time. You know, on healthcare because you have to go and you have like high blood pressure because you're working all the time. And, and then, like, you know, it's not gotten any better. It's gotten worse over time. Like, for a while, like, back, you know, it's one thing I'll give like unions. At least they tried to enforce that like 40 hour work week or at least you get overtime. Now, a lot of places you're fucking salaried. You don't mm-hmm. get overtime. You get no overtime, even if you work 80 hours a week. Oh, insane. yeah. You know, you should at least be required, like, if, even if you're salary, you get you know hey something like if you're working you should get paid period mm-hmm. any second you're working for a company you should get paid you're providing a service it's just since i think honestly maybe i'm just young and i know people are gonna say oh you're young and idealistic well maybe but maybe there's something wrong here and maybe we're just accepting something that's Honestly, it, it maybe it's just my personality type. I'm not a Marxist or anything. Maybe it's just my personality type where I want to have more to life than just going to some corporation and being an ass in the seat. <laughs> well, honestly, how productive are you if you're working over eight hours a day anyways? Like, yeah. unless you're working in a factory. If you're a fucking desk worker, why do you even need to work eight hours a day? Yeah. Honestly, you should. everybody should have three-day weekends. I think weekends should all the three days i agree i I used to work that like i used to do 10 hour shifts but fuck it it was worth it you want to know what i do now i live in a trailer in security and i literally oversee a site i literally live on site 
you know, it's a, it's a security job where you live on the site in a trailer. So I oversee construction sites and I protect the lumber. Hmm. And I and I and I work split shifts. Um, that's five to seven in the morning, and then that's five to to nine at night. And then I have to work a full fifteen hours Saturday and Sunday. I can't leave the site at all, technically. Oh man, that sucks. But it's like, yeah. I just, I mean, again, I know a lot of people that are fine with this nine to five, work till you die, die sort of mentality. <laughs> and yeah, my voice crack was lovely, wasn't it? <laughs> but I'm just the type of person. Oh shit, I'm getting killed. Uh, I just look and I think, I only have a limited time on this planet. It's not long. There's so much interesting, cool places to visit, people to meet, experiences to be had, love to be made, and I'm going to be spending most of that time behind a desk, pushing papers, and typing on Excel sheets, clicking away at some corpo boring world. Like, what's the point of life if that's what you're going to be doing? I think you feel even worse than a blue-collar job, to be honest. Well, most people aren't even... Do like, I've seen these people in the office, and like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, why do you need to be there eight hours just, like, fucking around going to meetings? Yeah. Oh, dude, don't get me started on meetings. Like, fucking meetings. Unless there's, like, a definite purpose, it's just wasting time. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about that all the time. That means they're retarded. I mean, it's true, but, like, you know, it's... What you gotta do, because oh, that's what your boss wants. You gotta have this meeting to have a discussion about a meeting, and then, like, you know, you're just wasting time on there. I don't know. And really, like, it should be something that conservative, like, actual conservatives, or whatever you want to call them, like, new right people should be into, because, like, guess what? You can raise your kids if you're not spending all your life fucking working and having yes. to have your wife. Bring the moms and the dads back home. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be, you know, having decent vacation, decent benefits, decent work hours. Like, you know, everyone should... I don't even see the point of a 40-hour work week. We could probably make do with, like, 36. Yeah. You know, yes. four eight-hour days, like, what What do you need, you know, why you need more than that? And that way you can actually do shit, because half the time the stores are closed, you know, after certain time periods anyways. Well, and also with things becoming automated, I feel like there's going to be a point where... You can, at the very least, do shifts with people where Joe Schmo works this week or this day, and you do the other days or weeks, or you have the fucking robots doing a lot of stuff. I, I just, I, and that's going to be a real challenge in how people are then going to provide for themselves, but it's just really bizarre for me. The more I think about that life is just, you work at some bullshit job and then you die. Like, you don't get to spend time with your kids. You don't get to explore the world. You don't get to have experiences that are interesting and spiritually enlightening. You just work and work and work and work and work and work and work. Also, that you can save up for a short period of time before you die to actually start enjoying things. To actually start enjoying life when you're not in your prime. So, I mean, that's where I've approached things, whereas... I'm going to be my own boss, I'm going to do things I want to do, and I'm going to make money at it. I'm going to find a way and I'm going to do it. 
because I, I just can't do it. And I've worked, I mean, I tech, I'm technically in a white collar job now, but I've worked blue collar. I've done like summer jobs that you call blue collar, like uh, printing t-shirts, painting walls. Yeah. Okay. Now you ain't working on the factory floor yet. You know, well, that was kind of like a factory. Uh, no, dude, it's very similar. Doing the t-shirts, that is a bitch, man. You stand uh, there. I did one for all day in the hot summer. No AC. You would put the t-shirt on the thing, pull the thing down to put the ink on. You, know, you do it to like a whole row of them. It's... it's is it not like a factory no but it's like the closest thing to it i guess it, it's, it's like a you know it's a okay i'll call it this it's like a blue collar light job i mean i spent one a whole week when the boss was away painting his rental property so it's like you know it's that sort of shit. it's labor it's physical labor manual labor yeah and, and that stuff is no fun like it sucks. It's hard work. It's tiring, and you don't get paid much. Like I have great respect for anybody that does that stuff. I and I'm always tell people you should do that at least a little bit in your life too. So you can have. If you don't have any appreciation for those people, you will. In my case, I had much greater appreciation. It's, it's hard work, but somebody's got to do it. It's like that dirty, dirty jobs man working the working the shithole. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something we honestly I want to kind of, at some point, able to do on other shows. Like, think of policies or things we could do to get off of this, like, just backwards work culture we have. Well, I think they need to go and make it harder to have people be this, like, salary exempt or whatever. What like, that's... by salary exempt? Like, or non -ex or yeah, exempt, so that, like, basically right now, you know, like, for a lot of tech workers, you know, myself included, I'm, if I work 40 hours or 80 hours, I'm still paid the same amount. You know, if they got rid of that salary, yeah, that, that's because I'm salary exempt. If your salary, I think it was non-exempt, then that, then you'll get paid overtime still. So. Oh, I see now. You're, yeah, because you're, if you're salary, you're paid for the whole year. You're not paid hour by hour. That you well, they, get, they pay you bi-weekly. What? They, they do pay me bi-weekly, but, you know. Well, yeah, I, I know. What I'm saying is, like, it's a fixed rate. It's not hour by hour. You could, like, only work two hours and get paid an eight-hour day. Or if you work ten hours, you get paid an eight-hour day, right? Yeah, I think that, like, a lot of it, too, is, like, there is no white-collar, like, union jobs in this country. I think maybe that's something <laughs> like that. Dude, this dude was in a, um, was he in a Warthog? And he, like, kind of came over a hill, he flipped it, like, it was in a mid-air flip, upside down, and the guy was still shooting people, and then it landed. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's awesome. Yes, I had to interrupt you for that, but what were you saying? I think a lot of it, though, is, like, amount of, un amount of jobs protected by a union has gone down significantly. Like, the only real major ones is, like, fucking police and, like, school teachers. Well, and, like, and the ones where they're trying to do unions, these big corporate stop them, like Google and Amazon. 
Well, well, they they want to do union. I don't know how much they actually want to do. No, Bezos especially does not want unions. Like I was telling you last time. That was time, a factory. That was a factory. That that wasn't even the tech workers. That was just the factory workers that right, was Right, Google was the tech workers, and Google was doing shady shit to stop it. Well, you know, like the fucking Democrats are not the part of the unions anymore. No, like, they're unions, or at least not the tech unions. They only care about the teachers, like the already established ones. You know, which is like, and that's the other thing too. Like, I would be a lot more like, I think the concept of the union is not bad. I just think that they get too fucking like you get some real like hardline communists in, in a lot of these fucking labor organizations, and I think that's the issue that I have with it. Right. You know, it's pretty easy to get infiltrated by fucking commies. Because that's sort of like, when you look at it, that's sort of what happens, you know. It's all this, like, labor in there have this adversarial relationship with management. Well, because, like, what are some of the worst unions? Teachers' unions is a good oh. example. Oh, well, even before then, like, back, like, even at the, you know, Teamsters and all those other shows, either, like, communists or mafia. Yes. You know, that's sort of where the unions stand. Well, have you like, heard stories about, like, how, I think it was Henry Ford... Or somebody within four like really hated their fucking unions. Dude, everyone hates them because they. Like, he did some shit where they were protesting, and he basically, I think he like paid for some people like beat him up. <laughs> it was pretty crazy, false dude. Flag. It was yeah, it was literally like a false flag. Oh yeah, like I mean they they can do some pretty shady shit too, but I hey, think guys, honestly, uh, I'd guys, rather guys, have... I'm gonna tip out real quick. All right. All right, sounds good. All right, see you later. Nice man. See you, man. Adios. All right, buddy. Thank you. Like, I'd just rather be somewhere where they exist than not exist. Because at least when you have that, they will put a stop to, like, unpaid overtime. You know, and, like, some of this other stuff, too, like, where you can get fired for shit you do not on the clock. Like, it's a lot harder for that to happen if there's a union in place. Well, and I'm like, very much a government hands-off guy, but why aren't there laws in place that say, yeah, you need to pay somebody for overtime? Well, I don't know, because like they have these exceptions, like oh well, if you make over this much, you can be salary exempt or whatever. That's bullshit. I I'm very against that because that's obviously something that's going to be abused. And the numbers aren't even that high as I think, like fifty, it's like sixty grand or something. Might really? be even less. That's it. I, if it was something like a hundred, two hundred k, I'd be like okay. I think yes. that's what they need to raise it significantly. Mm -hmm. Or, like, it should only be, you know, and I can get it for certain fields, like, but I don't think it makes sense for tech. Well, you I know? think it's just principally, if you're working for somebody, you're giving them a service, you should be paid because you're giving them something. They need to give you something in exchange for that. Yeah, see, that's the one good thing if you ever get the chance to be a contractor, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the one good thing with those. It's like they, they tend to get paid by the hour, I think. Yeah. And like you get paid overtime, whatever is stipulated in your contract. But that's not how a lot of. Oh my god, asthma warrior. <laughs> that's not how a lot of stuff goes. Like it's. It's right. God. But then the other thing is like, you know, that why these companies want you to go back to the office if it's a fucking office job? Well, a lot of it is the interaction. So that it's it's easier to interact, but I I do agree with you, and there's so, and there's also and, oh you turn office jobs too, where you like you just work on a computer, you just like write shit. Yeah, why does that need to be? 
you know. Well, there are some jobs to keep in mind. Like, I'll give you an example. The financial department might at... Well, I screwed up. Uh, like, the financial departments at a lot of places, for example, they uh, have everything filed, so they can't be remote. They have to file shit at the company or access files. Well, like, if you have an actual need to do it, I'm fine, but most of these jobs, like... If you don't need to go and see shit, like like do actual physical things, like why are they even making you go back to the office? No, no, I agree with you. I think I think you shouldn't be forced to or need to. Oh shit, we got hijacked. <laughs> but I like, think I think a lot of people want to go back, um, I, and a lot of people don't. But a like, lot of people do because they miss interaction with other people. But I don't. But I think it should. I think ideally we should live in a world where that's optional. If it's just an, if it's if you can do your job at home, you should be given the option to do it at home. Well, I think that that should be incentivized, like to not send your people back to the office if they don't have to. Because well, I think like it is naturally incentivized now because you save office space, which saves costs. We have a people like these boomer bosses. They still want to do it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they don't want to change. You know, I think that there should be additional incentives, you know, for some of this. Like, hey, you know, we'll give you, like, some sort of, like, tax break. Or if you send everyone to the office, there's, like, and if it's a big company that doesn't need to do it. You know, like, a tiny company, okay, that's different. But even then, like, a lot of small companies, you know, they're the ones who are, like, completely remote their entire existence. Well, but there, there's also two... Um... Fuck, I lost my point. <laughs> got distracted. Oh, shows I think. But, like, think about it. You know, there's it increases pollution, increases energy use, like driving to work, like, even if you had, like, an EV, right. parking space, um, what was it? Traffic congestion? Like, that's a big thing. Like, man, it was awesome. Like, the few times I needed to, like, drive around, you know, during the pandemic, like, especially when it was really big and people weren't back in the office. Oh, that's great. that's what remind me of. Like there are companies like Apple, where they're they're t they're telling employees, "Hey, come back to work," and the employees are like, "No, we like this work from home." So that's th that. If you want to talk about incentive, that's the other thing that's happening is that simply employees don't want to go back. Or if you're going to be going back to the office, they should incentivize you to do it. Like, there should be a reason why you're going back to the office. Like, they need to go and provide you more shit. Like, Google, okay, like, honestly. I would want to go back to Google, Jesus. Yeah, because, like, I think they even pay, like, some of them, like, they'll have, like, buses in certain parts of California that'll get you to your house or, like, get you to work. Nice. Like, tune from work, they have transit. They also have, like, fucking free, free, like, really good meals over there. You know, like... But most jobs, like at least where I'm at, they don't offer that. You yeah, know? Well, I'm lucky that mine does. You're lucky if you get fucking, you know, coffee. Jesus. You I know, think like. It's pretty typical now, isn't it? Like, well, most places do give you coffee bots, yeah. but, like, you know, there's. I think they should all, you know, give you, like, basic shit like that. Yeah. You know, like, and they should give you, like, basic snacks at the office. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, like, they, they just need to make it more fun to do that. And then you get some of these, like, boomer people. Like, I think it was, like, what was it, Gordon Ra George Ramsay or something. Gordon so, like, Ramsay? No, it was, like, the 
There's some financial guy. I think he was on like uh, the news or whatever. Like some like boomer financial like person like giving financial advice to like young people. He's like, oh, well, people need to go back to the office. Well, why? There is literally ne there's like negative benefit to me going back to the office unless I have a business need to go back to the office because I'm wasting my life. I'm driving. You know, even if you live right next to your office, you have to go out of your house and walk, you know, over. You know, you can't do shit on your, like, on your breaks that you can do when you're working remote. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've done, like, I've done some house remodeling, like, on my lunch breaks and shit. Stuff I would never be able to do if I'm, you know, at, at the workplace. Well, that's what I do love about remote work is that you have that flexibility to get shit done at home and just do things you couldn't do at a job like if you have a kid you can help take care of it you don't need to hire a nanny and you like let's say you have i don't know some issue with like your back or something or you know you have a broken leg you don't have to deal with that shit like getting crutches and going around work and it's just being a fucking i don't want to say a burden but just an annoyance yeah, like, I used to see someone when I used to work downtown, he was, like, dual-wielding crutches. Yeah, it's like, you don't have that, you know, it goes beyond inconvenience. It's just, it's just, it's annoying. It sucks. It's, uh, trying to find the right word to describe it, but... Well, well he took the bus, it. too. And that guy took the bus, too, so, like, that's oh, another geez. one. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you eliminate all that... Actually, it is wasted time. It actually just, just to keep it simple, it's wasted time, because you're... You're, you're, instead of taking like f five minutes to walk across the office, it takes you probably like ten, you know, with all the struggling and then sitting down, and you can just stay at home. Well, yeah, and then you have to go and be safe. And then you take like the fucking elevator, you know, you're taking the fucking elevator over there. And like, honestly, I'd rather be home because at least I can assure that I'm protected. Yeah. And forbid there's like a fucking mass shooter or something at the workplace, and you know, they make sure shit ain't allowing me to go and like protect myself. Good luck trying to go and sue them if you end up getting shot for that, too. If it's in my own house, at least I can protect myself how I see fit. Well, you know, and that's actually, that's an interesting thing you just brought up. You know, company, you know all these companies have these employee protections or these save-their-ass policies for somebody slips in the workplace. You don't have an office. You don't have to worry about that, those liabilities anymore. Yeah. You know, it's a lot less of that. And, like, it's... I mean, I'm sure sexual harassment can still happen, but there's a lot less opportunity for it. And if they do sexually harass you, you can have a lot more documented. Yeah, this should be the feminist position. This, this is actually progressive. What? Well, I mean, there's multiple reasons why. There's multiple reasons why it's pro-feminist. You know, especially <laughs> for like, pro-mom. Like, you yeah, know, but they, I, but they don't want pro-mom. You know, they, they, but but it is. It's anti-rape. Uh, it's very progressive. It saves women's lives. Yeah, how are you going to be raped in the office if you're not going down to the actual office? Can't get raped if you don't have an office. Get raped. In. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to go to your house, and, like, at that point, you know, they're not going to go. That's <laughs> break it. Like, it's, it's fucking boomers, man. They just piss me off because they, they just need to be contrarian. Oh, no, we can't have this. Because, they because hate they, anything young people suggest. Well, it's because, they, it's because they can't do it themselves because they... No, they I think can. they just choose not to. Well, no, like they're I, most of the times so the boomers are the one that like they don't have the they don't know how to set up their own home office. They don't oh, have air. 
they don't know how to open up Internet Explorer. I mean, Chrome. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you know, they have issues. It's a it's a generational thing. They just don't know how to operate, you know, technology very well. They need to have like be handholded, or they just suck at their jobs so much that you know they it's like oh well I've been at work for twelve hours today because I can't open up this document, you know. Oh shit! And I, I could sprint in this one. Yeah, it depends which loadout you choose. Oh wait, I, I can't sprint. Oh no, oh, that's gay. Uh, it depends on your loadout. You have to select the sprint one. I'm always kidding when I say gay, because I know someone's gonna clip that down the road. See, that's homophobic. I'm using it and saying lame, uh, in the playground sense by saying lame. But no, I I agree with you. I think it, it's a boomer thing, and because they do hate when young people can do stuff that they wish they could do, could have done when they were young. They do hate that. But it's also, like, because they don't understand technology. But I think it's also they hate change. They're very resistant to change. And that this is a major change. Like, that is, that is beyond the realm of possibility for a boomer to do some fundamental change like that. I think a lot of them hate their families, too. No, I get that. I and I get to. No, I I think a lot of them like they a lot of these people like because I used to know a guy who'd go into work till like eleven at night. Oh, because he didn't want to go back home. Yeah, and like, you know, for that type of person, and then people were like, oh well, you know, the reason he's doing that, you know, he must be like really dedicated to work, but he really just hates his home life. You know, he had like four kids or whatever, and he used to dick to everybody. You know, like, people who, you know, they're workaholics, so they don't have any home life, and, like, work is their life, of course they'd want to go into the office, because that's what, you know, that's their life. I know, and that's pretty sad. Like, to me, that's just, I can't live with that way. Go fucking insane. It's but... a fucking It's, like, literally a mental illness as part of that, like, American, like, work culture we are talking well, honestly, about. Honestly, and, and we were talking about this, too, last night. Like, I think... People always talk about, and I don't even know if this is true, but let's just for theory assume it's true, that America is one of the most depressed countries, and all these other, a lot of other places in the world are happier. I mean, I don't know if that's true, honestly. I could see it. But I, I could see it. I can see it. And I will say, Zoomers, I love you, Zoomers. I mean, we're, I love our our generation, but we're fucking depressed. Uh, we're like the most we're we're Billy Eilish, we're like these e girls and e boys with this, always talking about oh life sucks man nihilism depression oh, and it's just really it's really it, it's a problem that's stemming from a lot of things. I think one of the main things is that we're playing with phones and we're not having relationships, meaningful relationships. But that also comes from not just our phone addiction but we don't have time for it when you're working eight hours nine hours ten hours every day you're too tired to do anything when you come home you don't even want to go to the happy hour probably and then on the weekends you only have like a few hours to do that shit because you have other shit you gotta deal with that you couldn't do it because you're at fucking work so mm -hmm. i think this american work culture it's making people depressed because you don't have any meaning in life the job people isn't work. enough at least for me it's not People work for the weekend, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just working to go and do shit on the weekend. I end up not doing anything. Yeah. Well, next weekend, then, you know, they end up, especially, like, you know, 
if you're like living by yourself, you know, you make food and then like, good lord, it, it sucks. It's it tough. Sucks. It sucks, and it doesn't need to be this way. I know people be like, well, that's just the way things are. You gotta accept it. No, I, as Adam Sab said, I reject your reality and uh, substitute my Wait. own. Yeah, look, it. I'm not a yanger, but yang ganger, but let's see why people gravitate towards that stuff. I think there are better solutions, but. Well, I think yeah. No, I, I just think that we need to go and like make policies in place that incentivize the family. I agree. Yes, yes. You know, incentivize the family. Don't make it like, oh, you know, you have a family over here. It's interfering with your work. We can't have that. You know, cool. You only, you don't have any sort of like most companies don't even offer paternity leave. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's something Trump pushed for big time. I think. He well, they have no. I mean, paternity leave. Like, if you're a dad yeah. and you have a kid, you deserve to be able to fucking go to like at least. That's one thing I'll give my old company I worked at. They did offer that. Yeah. Not that I ever need to use, but I think every company should because, you know. Do you want to be going back to work the next day after you just had a fucking kid? No. No, that's bullshit. No. It's all you know, I don't think it needs to be as long as maternity leave, but it should be pretty fucking big. And it, you know, just from an equal rights thing, I think it should probably be. You should have. You should be given the opportunity to have just as long. You know, because you still need to bond with your own kid. Like, no wonder we have all this like, you know, these boomer mentalities out here. Like, oh. Yeah, because they, you know, they never had any chance to bother their dad because their dad was at work. All the time. Yeah. Well, and, and this is where, too, you know, you hear a lot of these tribe conservatives be like, well, the woman should stay One home and raise the kid. They shouldn't be in the workplace. And Game I get that. I, I've learned that from working. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I would want to be in that. I would love to be a woman that could do that because you want to spend time with your kid. The one... One thing you're never gonna get back is raising a kid, because once it's raised, it's done. I'd love to be able to save them to do that, but the problem is, it's too fucking expensive. You cannot, in America today, have a, a, I'm, I'm talking about normal America, not some expensive big job, but the, the dad works and the mom stays at home. You can't afford to do that. So, both parents are working, and what's the kid? You just throw him in a fucking, like, what, daycare center? Get a babysitter? Have grandma take care of him? Like, that's just so fucked up. That shows right there how wrong and how messed up the system is. Where you can't afford to have the mom stay home and raise her own kid. Well, see, I, I like it. If you can work from home, that's better. Because, like, honestly, I think it's good. Then you could. Like, you could have both parents raise the kid. That's yes. how it's Because you really want women to just raise the kid. No, you want both parents at home. Yeah, that's how we get these, like, pussy generations. Yeah. And you get kids going, like, we. the cliche from conservatives is, why are there, why is there a problem with crime in the black communities? Because there are no fathers in the homes. Well, let's apply that to everyone. You don't have a mother and a father in home. Your kid's not going to come out that good. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and then it gives, like... If both parents are working from home, you know, at least then you can go and fight back against, like, the crazy schools over here. You know, they're, like, super liberal agenda. Well, this is a new one. Yeah, I haven't been on this one before. 
Where are you, boy? Mom. I should actually like follow you around. Oh, get in the chopper. <laughs> are you in the chopper? Yes. Oh, I'll follow you from the ground. But Where is he? Oh shit. But no, I, I just think that like we need to start taking a step back and be like, okay, you know. Well, I think this also has major problems in terms of, I mean, because like let's be real. I mean, American culture has produced some amazing things, but it's nothing compared to a European culture. They have thousands of years of amazing culture. They have Mozart. They have Beethoven. They have what's the, the point? Mona Lisa. What do what's we the, have? How can you really have a fucking cult? Like, what's the point of culture if you can't even see it? You can't. You, know? like, you see on your way commuting to work, to and from work, see the fucking building. Oh, that's a cute building. Too bad I'll never be able to fucking go and see it because I'm working like six days a week, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not alone I'm feeling this because that's how it feels. Like, we have technically more movies, TV shows being produced every day like like you wouldn't believe. It's it's amazing. Like, there's so much content available to us. More content available never before. More easily available never before. But we can't enjoy it or even create it ourselves. Because well, we're working all the time. Culture is more than television, like TV and movies. Oh, I agree. I'm just picking one example. Well, that's like, that's most people, what they see with culture, they very rarely get to go out and like actually explore different places, go to a museum, go to an art exhibit, go and like do cultural events, you know, like even go out to the fucking movies and shit. Or even just spend time with friends, you know? Yeah. It's like I there's could. so many, and that's what the problem I'm running into now is there's so many things I want to do right now, and I just can't do them because I'm exhausted when I come home and I just don't even have the time, even if I did have the energy. It's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm trying to find a way around. I think the only way around is to be my own boss. And I, I'm motivated to do that. And it's just like, I don't know how, how people put up with this, how they put up with it for so long. I want to jump in here. Let me do your tarts, bitch. There you go. Glad I'm not doing anything. So, hey, there you are. I jump in this thing. Chopper's gonna fuck me. Oh no. I'm dead. Yeah, but I started to think I was alone on this because I see people on my work and they're just totally fine with things. I mean, you know my opinions well, on things, but. You get beaten down so much, you know, eventually. You give up. Yeah. And that's not the way things should be. You know, you go and live in this world for so long and that's your only sort of. You know, interaction with it's like, oh, this is what happened. This is what happened to me. So now you have to go and deal with it. That's like the boomer. That, see, that's a boomer mindset. <laughs> oh well, we had to deal with this back in my up and down the fucking hill. You know, two miles to go to school. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I don't have to do that. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like the, it's like almost like a it's like the fraternity mindset. Oh, you know, we made you like. You know, when I was in the fraternity, I had to go and take a dildo up my ass. So you know, <laughs> you're gonna do that too. Yeah. I think that's totally backwards thinking. I mean, I will tell people, like, it's fine to tell somebody, hey, you have it better than me. You should, appreci you should appreciate that. You should strive for something better, but appreciate this. You appreciate that progress has been made, and I encourage you to make more progress. But no, it's just like, 
Well, you didn't suffer like I did. You didn't. You didn't starve. Therefore, you should starve. It's like that's that's stupid. You're therefore you're like a fucking weak pussy and you can't do anything in life. Yeah, as much as I think millennials and even some zoomers are pussies, uh, that doesn't mean we need to start going backwards. It's just stupid. It's like, well, what's the point of progress and what's the point of evolution? It's to go and you know make everyone else fun like a generation of pussies. Yeah, it's like, oh, God day. Well, we didn't have wings on our uh, as birds. It's like, okay, you want to clip clip my wings? You want to cut off my wings? Okay, let's do it, Dad. Yeah, my commander, we didn't have any email. We had to go and you know write and sign everything in cursive, and oh, these people, you, you don't know how to do cur like God, like. I never fucking had a. There was no point in learning. I mean, I learned cursive, but there's. I there's don't no think point. I. Like the only times I ever used it was like when signing a check. Yeah. yeah when like. Half the time people have bullshit signatures. You people know, like don't even. And I've seen people like you know, yeah, they put absolute just like shit. I've seen people put numbers in there before. <laughs> you know, like the PSSA. Nineteen eighty-eight. There's some Chinese I'm guy. Kidding. I saw him put some like I was at work. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Why they're so good at math? <laughs> Their names, so this is like a number. Maybe it's a two secret. Plus two equals four. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't even think I understood what it was. It was, it was crazy. It's actually funny. But see, that flies as a signature. Because you could be fucking anything. Yeah, like, do you think the credit card company, like, just checks every single person's signature? Like, no, dude, they don't. I should start doing something really, like, autistic for a signature. Just to fuck with that sort of concept of signatures. Like, the only time that would ever matter would be is if you, like, go to court, and then you, like, be like, officer, like, and you pay someone, like, for your defense, like, this was fraud, I'm gonna go and pay this, you know, to go and deal with this. You know, I'm gonna pay, like, for a handwriting specialist to come down to deal with this shit. That's the only time I think it would ever be considered useful. And even then, that's, like, such a fucking fringe situation, it's not gonna happen. How do I make the chopper fly? Oh jeez. It oh doesn't move. Woo! I'm a chopper. I'm getting out. I'm about driving. I'm just gonna ride. Oh fuck. I don't think I know how to do this. Are you trying to drive it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. How does it move? Dude, we're gonna die. Oh no, you're driving. How'd you get to lift off? Oh fuck. Oh, good job. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> Hey, you make fun of my driving. Oh fuck, let me try to get out Dude, this I one. found our chopper. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So how'd you get to lift off? Oops. I think it was like the crouch button or something. The fucking crouch button? Yeah, I was just clicking so I was like, hold on. What the I fuck? Get, oh, I'm getting out, I'm getting out, I'm getting out. Dude, fuck this. Somebody else drive. <laughs> oh, I think you scared me away. Oh my god. Jesus. I've hit every button. I don't know, man. I'm oh, dead. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Found it. Dude, what get in. It? Get in. I'm dead. Like, I, I died. I'm, I'm dead, too. It's the right-click button. That's how you make it fly. God, our, our team's going to hate us. <laughs> There's, like, me a couple people leave. I think they realize. They realize we're a bunch of noobs. We're special forces. I bet if, if we had commenters... Oh wait, we do have commenters. Holy shit, I'm sorry, Radio Freedom. 
Olivia is a racism grifter. When I was still on Twitter, I would see her making conveniently non-specific accusations of white com conservatives hating black people. She seems very disingenuous. Maybe. I'd have to look into that stuff. Agree with Candace being a grifter. Remember the doctrine website show and claimed was a splash page. Yep, I've heard about that. That's what's made me a little sus. I'd have to talk to her about that to know more about, honestly. People have to work so much because cost of living is too high. I totally agree, and that's a fundamental problem in America. People shouldn't have to work so much. Children need to spend time with their parents. Absolutely. Totally agree. But I bet you're going to get people like, Oh, you guys are complaining about time to have fun. Look what you're doing now, playing video games. Yeah. It's like the one time a week any of us can together. Yeah, you know, I'll fucking work. And it's late at night, too. But, yeah, I, I don't know. If I ever start something, you... Look at that guy's name. Look at that Chosen Legacies clan. Oh, shit, you messed up. <laughs> I didn't see yeah. that. If you last Carnage, um... It's I hollow. Away. I'll have to watch the replay. His clan, was, or his clan tag was Hollow Hoax. When you said clan, I thought he had a different type of clan in his name or something. I mean, what's that for? <laughs> oh, God. My gamer tag is just a generic one they gave me because they're like, oh, you can't change your gamer tag once you make one. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I have to really think about it now. I think you can change it. I hope so. That's for stupid if you can't change it. There's a way you might have to pay for it though. I don't That's know. Dumb. Why do you I think it uses, it uses Xboxes. Yeah, it uses Xbox Live stuff. <laughs> but why would you have to pay to change a gamer tag? It's so stupid. I don't know. Imagine, oh, you want to change your email on your account? Your username? You got put. Oh man, some hit me. It's my own team. He hit me. Mm -hmm. But, no. If I ever start something, dude, which I will, you are more than welcome to work for me, and you will get plenty of vacation time. <laughs> if it's successful. Yeah, if it's not, you have even more vacation time, so you won't be working. So That's <laughs> true. See, it's a win-win. But honestly, though, like, I don't know. It's just... I think Cove... I mean, I'm a deep thinker type person it's my personality type but I think COVID for a lot of people and I can say for myself made me think about everything a lot more so you had more time to think um, and kind of realize just how fragile our system is how gee when you don't have a job and you don't have school you really don't have much else in life and it kind of makes you feel meaningless and like you need to do more stuff you need to find more meaning so I think that kind of you know, I, I, I don't know, I think it made me despise our work culture even more. Yeah, you know, like, COVID was like the first time, like, I could just, like, work from home for more than, like, a day or two at a time. Right. It's fundamentally changing how we think about working. And it's like the first time, like, a lot, a lot of jobs, like, went remote. Because yeah. they had to announce, like, well, why didn't we do it beforehand? Oh, yeah, because boomers. Because boomers. That's why. Well, dude, like, look at schools, too. Like, 
Honestly, I, I even well, thought... I think it was great for that too. You could see all the crazy shit that the schools were well, doing. Exactly, that's what I was saying with the critical race theory stuff. I think the reason that's taken off is number one because they got rid of Trump's executive order. I think that cracked down that shit. But also, work from home and learning from home meant that the parents and the kids were seeing each other's shit. The parents were seeing what their kids were actually learning and actually being taught. And it could be recorded and then put on the local news. Yeah, it's perfect. Like I, I honestly like that. I'm I do think that teachers should be able to I don't mind this situation where we're able to go and see what the teachers are up to, because I think you know, we come with their with their pants down with this. Exactly. We've we've exposed them. But I think too, um where are you? I'm dead. I, I died since I killed myself as well. <laughs> I see you. I'm my fine boy. Oh, fuck. I see him up there. Did I kill? No, I didn't. Not that good. But I think also with this, it's just. Fuck. I keep dying. I lose my train of thought. I think it's also interesting too, like with COVID, because it was like, oh, which which people are expendable? Yeah, who do we really need? You know, like, oh, your job's not important. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's really fucked up. Oh, it was the school shit. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, I remember even getting into like a debate slash like conversation with one friend about, you know, how we can get people out of poverty and how we need to educate more people again in schools and all that shit and I was saying one of the solutions to education inequality in terms of you know some kids have really good education and a lot of kids in cities have shit education and I was saying what could fix that is I didn't say remote learning but I was saying at the time online learning which is kind of the same thing but you know I mean and I was thinking when doing I'm like why haven't we done this like what's so hard about it this could help a lot of schools. Who's stopping this? Like, that's really what it comes down to. It's not that we can't do it. It's who's stopping it. Well, see, we've had, like, there have been online learning for years. Exactly. So who has stopped it from being mainstream thing? Well, I think the parents sort of, and I think that there are certain issues with remote learning. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect. And like, it's we know that it is. For young kids, I have an issue with that too because you know, like until you're, until you're like I don't know, probably like middle or high school, like it's gonna be tough. Well, and also you know when you and this again changed with COVID, but with young kids, what's great about school is that, and well, it's also bad I should say too, is while the parents working, the kid could be at school making friends. Having their own little free daycare for parents for a lot of and, and that's the problem is it's kind of a daycare for parents. It's a free government provided daycare, right? And I think that that's you know like some especially single parents they, they kind of need that you know especially if they're like in a certain job that can never be you know remote. Like you have son working in like the nurse that's a nurse. You know, those people. You get some really freaky bitches in nurse as well. Dude, nurses can be crazy. Well, look at like, all these, tic these TikTok nurses. They're like, oh, look at me. I, oh, COVID is so bad. Millions of people are dying, but I'm making dancing videos. 
I was on fucking 4chan yesterday, and they're like, yeah, these people are, nurses are a bunch of sluts. And I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Milo was in start, well, he was one of the early people that, that was saying in his telegram chat, fuck nurses. And I was kind of like, ah, uh, come on, they're saving lives. But then every TikTok video I see, I was just like, god damn it. I'm starting to hate nurses. They don't need them. <laughs> a brilliant fucking career decision. Because they get paid a shit ton of money and they don't need to go, like, all the way through med school. Like, you don't even need a degree for, depending on which, like, level of nurse you are. Right. Well, so, yeah, and... Well, you know when you go to the doctors and there's that nurse that just types you on the computer, sits you in the in the room, and that's it? Are they nurses? I'm not sure. They might be. Like, there's, like, RN or whatever, and, like, CNA, and... I don't know, like, like there's... What do they do? They do nothing. They do nothing. They just... They're well, like there's a like... Glory. They're, they're a mobile secretary. That's why women are so many in the nursing field. Yeah, there are a lot of women in nursing. A lot of women in doctors, too. Which, I actually like that. Well, I don't like that. Like, why do you even want to go in the doctor field? Like, I remember we had a friend who was looking at that. And oh, she yeah. Up, she ended up just becoming a lawyer. Because it was She's... easier. Well, I don't know if I'd say, eh, yeah. Yeah, um, because, like, she just had to go through law school to be a lawyer, versus she go through, go through law school. Well, yeah, versus going through med school, then, like, you had to be, like, a scrub or whatever, and, like, it, it's a real, it's not That's worth awful. it. Like, and, you know, if you're a lawyer, you can make a shit ton of money, too. It's, like, mm. you know, I guess if you had, like, a real desire to go and, like, help people out rather than just take money, like, it would make sense. And, like, if you do some, like, real, like, you can make crazy money. If you're, like, a good doctor, you can make crazy money. But the amount of time that you're basically going into debt, and, like, they get serious debt, too. It's not, like, undergrad degree where you can get, like, a, you know, like, everyone's getting, like, two, three hundred thousand dollars in debt to go to, like... That's one of the most, ex I think it's one of not the most expensive non, like, I don't want to say non-college, but, like, that extra step sort of thing. Yeah, like, the fucking, um, what was it? Like, I was looking into, like, an MBA. It's, like, you know, maybe 20 grand for, like, med school. It's, like, a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, it's insane. But, yeah, but on the flip side, once you get through it, if you get through it, you can make an absolutely insane amount of money. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you'll be doing that in, like, maybe your 30s. Well, it's, you know, there's, I'll actually, since we're in between matches, I want to address Radio Freedom has a couple comments he made. Thank you for tuning in to us tonight, Radio Freedom. He said, free, quote-unquote, daycare that the government forces us to pay for. Yeah, I, I that's why I'm pro-school choice, where if you're not sending your kids there, like, I don't think you should have to pay for it. Even though I th do think we need public schools, as much as they suck, they are generally a good thing in terms of giving people education. It's just the quality of education is going down. Well, I think if you send your kid to private school, you should be able to get and use the money that you would have sent to the public school into, and like use that to offset the cost of the private school. I agree. Because private schools are generally just rich people's schools. Well, depend. Well, no, not necessarily. Like they have, like there's a lot of religious ones too that are religious ones. Yeah, but those parents are usually rich. No, dude, not Unless not. You're in an area with poor private schools. schools. Like my parents were never rich. I went to a Catholic school and then like a Lutheran one. The Catholic one sucked. 
And then, like, the other ones, like, when I was in my youth group, a lot of them went to the Catholic school. And, like, a lot of people aren't super rich at those. Now, they do have some for super rich people, but, like, a lot of them... I'm not saying super rich. I'm just saying like, rich. Like, no, like, very... A lot of the religious ones, they're not the ones that, like, the really rich people send their kids to. Those are, like, the academies and stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying any... Like, look, going to a private school is an extra cost. You need... To have more than the average person level money to do that. Well, one, the one over here, they said that they that they could take if you don't have the money to pay it. You know, they can, like they had poor people go to it. You know, who were active in the church. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, like they, it was an option, but you know, there, if you pay, if you donate to the school, you'll be given preferential treatment. Uh, yeah. That's, that's like how it was like they had recommended donations but they wouldn't turn anyone down for not having money well, and they you know it was one of those things yeah exactly that's big with colleges too but this, I was going to mention a quick anecdote which is that my dad is friends with somebody who's originally from Afghanistan or Iraq I forget I think or Iran it might be Iran one of those countries and it is a, my dad's friend is a blue-collar worker, basically a handyman. And his daughter is super smart. And I don't know where or how, what college she went to. But she went into a college where it's completely... I think the college or the government, I forget who, completely pays for the college... And then she's going to med school that's completely paid for. And I think this is why, actually, I think this is government. And they have a job set up for her that's six figures right out of college. Isn't that fucking lucky? Insane. Like, yeah, that's pretty insanely fun. lucky. But insane. But it's the reason she gets these everything paid for it's because they're like you have to do this job well no that kind of makes sense though like i wish more companies would do that because oh, yeah. like my, my cousin like she used to work i think it was ups and they were giving her like you know like some serious like i think she barely had to pay anything for college like because she had a college fund from her parents but like her job basically paid for pretty much all of it is it searching for matches oh no no i think you're idle i'm idle Oh, no, you're not. Let's go. There we go. Uh, but, yeah, continue. Yeah, like, they basically paid for... I think she was, like, an engineering degree. And because she, like, worked for them for, like, a while. Like, cause she was, like... Just, and she was just, like, a regular, like, UPS, like, you know, packager. While she was working over there. And they paid... They were really, they were a really good company because she had a kid out of wedlock. And they offered... Like, I think they helped, like, pay for like medical insurance all this other stuff like they're really fucking good but then she ended up working somewhere else but like, i think they pretty much paid for a college degree I, well you said she was in the engineering department of ups well no no she was originally in like just the package handling but she was getting an engineering degree because oh. <laughs> i was listening to nick talk about uh, his he actually used to work in UPS, Nick Fuentes, for a little bit, and I mean, because somebody was mentioning, I think how 
packages get destroyed, which is something I've had experiences with. And he says, like, it's a brutal workplace. Like, it's everybody hates their jobs. And maybe it's because he he's in Chicago, so it could be a little different. But high turnover rate. Lots of people that just needed it between jobs. And, you know, they got a lot of shady characters there. And he said they what they would do is when they were unloading packages, like from a truck or something, because he worked in the thing where the big truck would come in with all the packages, they'd unload it, and then put it on the trucks that come to your door and drop them off. And he says they would be stacked up in these trucks, and they would tell people, I'm right behind you, big boy. Uh, do, you have a, do you have a katana? Yes. Let <laughs> me go and cut the anime character. I'm gonna cut Aku with my katana. It's not a fucking anime. Well, it's uh, so used katana. <laughs> Uh, but he said with these stacks of packages, they were told and trained, you take one from the top, and then you take the next one down, and the next one down, you start from the top, and then go to the bottom. What they would do, because they were, you know, lazy, didn't give a shit, whatever you want to call it, they would take the package from the bottom and rip it out, and then all the packages from the top would come crashing down, and then they'd whip the next one out crashing down and then they just chuck them into the trucks on the conveyor belts or whatever and it, it's just like they were just so brutal with these packages and I'm just oh, cringing because I'm imagining my packages well no where she was at they were doing they treated her pretty well and they gave her like really good benefits for like basically an entry level position <clears throat> yeah and like, you know, like that, that, I wish that more jobs would like offer that, like, hey, you know, you give like a contract or whatever to work for a company for X amount of years. Cause I know like some law firms will do that. So, you know, like, I think that happened with my aunt, although she never actually did it because she, uh, she got like, she, I think she just used her degree to get married, you know, to find someone in college. Oh, really? Or, she was looking for a sugar daddy. Yeah, I didn't think he was in college. It was like in, in the dorms or whatever. Like he lived in there. He was in the military. He's he was a character. Isn't that interesting? Was he some like art? What was the thing at Penn State called? No, no, no. He was like my uncle. They're still married. Like he did some like. He worked with. Uh, he was in some sort of like special forces shit. He's... Oh, it was like actual military. Yeah, he did some weird shit. What's that uh, thing called? I'm trying to think of. ROTC. ROTC, yeah. No, he was. I don't think he went to that college. He did. He like flew helicopters or something. Oh shit. Yeah, he was a weird guy. He just never talked, and I never really liked him. What's the what the? Fuck, I'm screwing up my references. What's the what are the flying things in this thing called? I forget. Banshee. Banshee. <laughs> it's flying banshees. Oh, boy, oh, what the fuck? Who is attacking that? They didn't even blow up the fucking... Oh, was that you, Sean? I didn't do anything. I died. Did you jump, did you jump on the tank? No, I died. I thought that was you. I was dead. I'm not always retarded in this game. <laughs> oh my god. Man, we're getting fucked. Well, these guys just keep shooting us at the spawn points. Okay, I I'm actually moving now. I I'm coming to you, boy. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> he just flew up. Yeah, there we got like this fucking bullshit or spawn. They have the tank. Yeah, it's a tank. 
camping at our spawn spot. <laughs> I think they got both tags, actually. Holy shit, they got both the badges. We're fucked. <laughs> we are fucked. Holy shit. We are fucked. Fucked night. Fucked night. Oh shit. Hit me with the banshee. He's fucking me. Oh no. Oh, I'm right behind you. Oh shit. I'm behind the cave. It's behind the cave. Go with Sam Bin Laden on their ass. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can we move this thing? Does this thing can go? Oh no. no, no. It's not. Oh fuck. I'm dead. Let's just. Let's got... Here, let's do a new strategy. Let's stick together. It's yeah, actually plan. Well, let's see if we can. Um... Get this. Oh, what the fuck? They have a tank out there too. Don't go through that hole. That's what she said. Bad hole. <laughs> Wrong hole, buckaroo. It's a trap. It's a trap hole. Okay, where are you, big boy? Okay, I can use this for my advantage. Oh, I got their banshee. Nice, nice. Oh, and then I got blown up. Oh, I just saw you crash. <laughs> I didn't crash, I got shot out of the air by the fucking was tank. That, were you the one that was spinning when it crashed? Yeah. I s you're 88. Oh god. <laughs> you're 88. <laughs> I buried up you 14. Oh, this is my number. Alright, someone finally blew up that wraith. Is that feedback? Or is that sound? We got. Name we got, yourself. We got a new. Is it? Is it Hobo? Challenger has approached. Oh, you're dead. I, I kept trying to get one on one with the fucking tanks. Yeah, that's gonna end well. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna throw a grenade at it. I did right before I died. I'm right behind you. Oh, there's a dude. Oh, I think we already lost. Holy shit. We're gonna figure out who that. Dude, look at our score. 15. <laughs> Fucking sucked ass. Well, let's see who this guy is. Who is this guy? Are you Fed? Oh, it's Phil. Three-letter agency. Oh, it's Phil. He just is mute. Yeah. Holy fuck, 3 of 16. That is no good. I think Phil's a Fed. He's a federal agent. A federal agent. FBI. Secret Asian. Did you get? Did you see when Alex Jones sang that song? No, I didn't oh, see. Oh, it's a classic, funny clip. He's like, the government, the government's coming to give you some, putting fluoride in your water. They're pumping you up with GMOs. Secret Asian man. Like he, <laughs> he makes an Alex Jones version of it. Yeah, that should they should start playing that during the January sixth protest. Oh my god. That'd be fucking funny. You no, know, what I wanna do is if Uncensored America, if we do anything with Alex, we like the hype music is gonna be like all these meme songs of him. Like the one where he goes like I don't want him putting chemicals in the freaking bars and turns the frogs gay, 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 gay. Oh, I'm sick of this crap. Gay, gay. Like there's a song that goes like that. Rebuild the wall. <laughs> Do that. Like, see that? That should be like the signature thing of your group, just building the wall. 
How would okay. you frame that with free speech on Censored America, though? It's a oh, free, free speech. Oh, that's right. That's right. Chef's genius, dude. Yeah, okay. Th I'm writing that down, dude. Can you imagine like a draw Muhammad contest? Oh my god. <laughs> Remember we suggested doing that? Everyone's like, no, no, no. Or like even better, like if you can get it done. Like if the campus allows you like do sidewalk chalk, having draw Muhammad on the sidewalk chalk. Oh my god. Do Penn State, okay, you know, they are so wishy-washy on that, because they do ban that, like it's oh, banned. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen it done so many times, Same. I think it together, like, it's the most stupidest fucking thing, it's like Schrodinger's fucking, you know, regulation. Well, I think the university can do it in, like, specific spots, but campus groups can't, and... I remember when I was telling people that they were just shocked. They're like, "What? You can't chalk? It's like the most normal thing you can do." I, oh, I think I mentioned that LI when I was at one of their trainings, because that's something almost every camp, like every campus does that. But not Penn State. We just rape children in showers. <laughs> well, you can do that. In fact, we'll cover you, cover it up for you if you do that. Especially if you ever be a football coach. It's a Penn State tradition. What are you talking about? <laughs> Penn State, man. I love the school, but I hate the administration. It's so fucked up. This is. I had, I had a good time there, but you know, looking back on it, was it? It was awesome, dude. It was fun, but like, you know, for the money that it costs to go to Penn State, it's really worth it in the end. Um. Honestly, I know you're gonna say this is coming from a plate of privilege. But, yes, because you only live once. Oh, yeah, but who says, who knows, like, how other schools are, you know? Oh, no, I'm not saying it has to be Penn State. It's, honestly, it would be really cool. You know, I mean, this would, honestly, it's very impractical, this would be really cool to just, like, go to a bunch of colleges for, I don't know, a month or something, or a year, or, like, half a, a semester. Like, that'd be cool as shit. Oh, yeah, dude, it'd be awesome just to go and see, like, do an actual college rating. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a fun thing. Okay, I or found out how to make this thing go up, but I don't know how to make it go down. Is this supposed to be Halo 2 and they have that vehicle in there? Is this Halo 2? This is, like, their enhanced edition, which oh, I guess okay. adds new vehicles. Return to the battlefield. I don't know how. I don't know how. I'm just gonna get out. <laughs> Jump out. Yeah, the bean rifle makes you fart when you get shot. Oh fuck! I'll tell you, man. Like I've had. I mean, every year was wild at Penn State, and I loved it. But freshman year was special. I have to say. I mean, not not saying I just met you, but the whole campaign experience, like all the shit we did, was special. Yeah, I had fun that year. Like, my year beforehand fucking sucked ass. I think that's your problem, is that you weren't on main campus with, you know, a good group of friends like I was. I mean, actually, I didn't have a lot of... Uh, okay, well, friendships changed, but, you know, I I didn't have you for all four years. I didn't get the girl till junior year, like, end of junior year, you know, spring semester junior year. But, yeah. so, I mean, I think my best years, I'd say, 
I'd have to say senior year is probably the best. And then freshman year is a very close second. Then junior. And your senior year was half that year was like you working remotely, wasn't it? Oh fuck yeah, that's right. Uh, now you're yeah, freshman year might be the best then. Okay, freshman year is the best, but senior year, the the fall semester was my best semester, like period. But if we had a full year, it would have been the best year because of what I had planned. No, that's assuming, you know, who knows what it would have been, because that, that's the hard thing, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Well, we're going to change that this semester. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay tuned, kids. Yeah, I don't know, like, I, I think, I think it would have been nice to go and, like, live on campus at least one semester. Oh, yeah, dude, I loved it. That probably would have been cool. I loved it. I mean, my, my first year, man, that sucked ass. This, like, weird roommate, you know? Yeah, yeah, like a weird room. I didn't know anyone. Like the only club I really saw was like the CRs, and they fucking you know the CRs are. Well, they like, weren't so bad then, though. Uh, it, it was. It wasn't the same level of bad, but it was still pretty bad. Yeah. They had good oh. parties, and that was about it. Do you want to see something else bad with them? What? Let me show you this shit. Uh, excuse me. This was on their Instagram. Hold on, I have to check it once. It was on the gram. I'll actually just tell you. They they reposted a, a photo or a graphic from the the PA College Republican Federation that was celebrating Juneteenth. Of course. Like the holiday that nobody celebrated until like basically last year and that became the biggest. No, they didn't start celebrating until this year. No, dude, last year, like, I remember hearing about it for the first time. Hmm. Let me rephrase that. It's always been celebrated for a long-ass time. Why, like nobody knew what the fuck it was, and it wasn't a federal holiday till this year. Well, yeah, like, it was it was around, but no one, you know, but, like, only, like, a couple people probably celebrated. Because I've never heard of a single person celebrating that holiday. Yeah. You know, it was just... It disappeared. It's a ghost. It was a ghost of a holiday, you know? The ghost of Juneteenth? Holy shit. It's like that dude out of that fucking vehicle. It's oh, we, we, we aborted the whole sticking together plan. We gotta find you now. Where is my boat, dude? No shit. So dude, is the, wait, the rifle works where there's a scope. Until you start shooting. That's no, it's not like a scope for the rifle. That's oh shit. I, don't, I guess I don't have any uh, secondary. This one, like everything has a scope. You know, like the base scope. That's just like your binoculars. I think it's not actual gun scope. Wait, in this game mode, do you get the weapons of the person that kills you? Oh, that's no, interesting. I think you just get random weapon. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's just random weapons. It's a fiesta. Oh, that's cultural appropriation. Oh, not triple kill. Oh, baby, a triple. <laughs> oh, and I got sniped. Seems like half of the people in vehicles are getting snipers and sniping. 
I got this fucking gay shit. Where are you? I'm shooting someone with the fucking laser. Oh, I got sniped. Where is 88? Where is this guy? Come on. Oh, boy. I got my red. Oh, shit. Can I pick up his... Oh, no. Played Halo 2 um, Enhanced Edition, but this is a fun one. I need to wield that. Where, where are you? Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. I'm over here. I'm behind this. There's a sniper somewhere. Yeah, he just shot me. Oh, shit, I see. Blue moon rising. Oh, I see, I see a primary dude. Oh, fuck. Honey dude. The regular fucking. Uh, no, I don't got it with this one. No, I don't want to mute you. Jesus. I'm getting shot. I just want my friend. Oh, no. Oh, no. We need to go. Where are you? Oh, this is a gun on us. Badass. Oh. You know, they had those in this one. It was a fucking mongoose with a fucking gun on it. What's the mongoose? That's the uh, little ATV. Oh, okay. Man, that's the first time I've ever seen one with a gun on it. Like, like a mounted machine guns. Like Yo, James. can I mount that? Oh, sound wrong. <laughs> oh, mount me, daddy. <laughs> Somebody's gonna take me out of context for that later. Yeah, well, we actually need people to watch these videos to do... Oh, what the fuck? You're sniping me from out of the way back out west. Oof. Are you dead? Yes. I'm back in the sack. I'm back in the sack. Let me find you. We need to be cooperative. Oh, I see you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming home. I'm coming. Oh, boy. Alright. Man, I got one shot off on him. <laughs> oh, that one, the one with the base? Yeah. It's a right shot. Shotgun layer, right, let me, give me somewhere where I can like set up shop. I am dead. <laughs> you got sniped. I got the snap. Oh, I got the rocket. I got the grenade launcher now. Yeah, I'm coming back for you, boy. They're gonna snipe. They keep sniping. Me at the gun. Sniping pretty good. You have to go and stay away from the sniper. Okay, yeah, great advice. Oh, uh, we lost. Oh, wait, we won. How did we win? I don't know, man. I got a few sniper kills. I, I'm, I'm struggling still, but I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, like I like that enhanced version. They deal a lot with the stupid shit. No, I love what they did. I'm, I've actually been impressed with it. Now the enhanced Halo Two, like they actually did. It's like a fucking different game. It's like, I don't know. I, I like some of the new additions to it. I'm impressed. Um, we're gonna bring the team. Let's just do this. You like my pride flag there? Yes. Mm -hmm. Based cake. I'm based. I'm based with. But 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 but
Bonk. <laughs> did you see those um, E3 videos yet for Halo yes, Infinite and Battlefield? Yes, I did. You did? What did you think? Um, it's interesting they both have the stupid fucking grappling hook. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of the things they're changing with Halo? Um, we'll see. Like the multiplayer looked decently fun, but you know it. You never know. That free to play model, I think, is gonna be. Uh, mm -hmm. That might be a problem. It, it worries me because I'm wondering what are they doing to make the money? If they're not doing the loot boxes, if they're just doing battle passes, what are they doing? Yeah, it's going to be... I don't know. Like it's, It seemed cool, though. Like They had some... They had that like, weird like shotgun thing. I like that. Could, like, you'd shoot it, and it would like shoot out these like little homey things at you. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the stuff with actually... Like, like I think I was talking about last night where you can put stuff on the Warthog, you can carry... Well, it wasn't the Warthog, it was a different vehicle. I thought it was the Warthog. Mm-mm. Like, there was a new one, it was like a Warthog, but without the turret in the back. Oh, okay. They had another... Well, there's another name for it, I think. What else? Is, I feel like I'm missing a bunch of things that they were talking about. Yeah, I think that was... Oh, boy. Oh, God, what is this? This Halo 2. What the yeah, the pistol on this one's like god awful. Oh, it's Fiesta again. Yeah. I like Fiesta mode, that's fun. Okay, yeah, now well, I have no fucking clue where you are because it doesn't even number people. I don't even know what my fucking thing looks like. Oh god. I'm fucking. <laughs> oh, let Let's me get. See. Oh, you're a skull. Yeah, what the... Oh, I think I see. You're invisible. I see you back there. Let's see if I can... I have to admit, the maps like this are kind of... I don't want to say this is boring, but it's like... It's just in a field. Oh, this is one of the best maps of all time. Let me <laughs> get this. Yeah, Blood Gulch, Coagulation, this whole one. I'm Two base. Oh fuck, I don't need to go now. Who keeps sniping me? Do I get anything good? Oh, that's the same one. Alright, buddy, hit me with their bullshit vehicle. I got sniped again. See, that's why I don't like these, like, super open field maps, because all you do is get sniped. Yeah, it's a problem with them. I see you. I just want to, like, go over to you, and I'm, like, getting sniped. Oh, I'm getting sniped again. Getting sni I... And I just have a shotgun. Who's poop? Oh, I see. I'm right behind you. Xi Jinping. That's who Winnie the Pooh. I have like a fucking rocket launcher. Oh, did you see that? Like, do we talk about that? Oh, I'm dead. Like, but the uh, cyberpunk leaks, and apparently now they're going to get some shit. Oh, with... Wasn't the source code that leaked? Yeah, and then like, do you see what they called like China? No, what? Like, it was like for the stuff that was censoring the China release, it said like it was a variable name like Winnie the Pooh. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think now they're probably get banned from China for that with <laughs> No, I'm surprised they even made that game in China. I was gonna say. That's hilarious. 
kings are working over there. What weapon do I want to get this time? Okay, we're gonna grab this. Yeah, I well they released a new patch for that game too the other day. I don't know if it made any big changes, but another patch. Yeah, we'll have to see, I doubt it. What did you think of the battlefield stuff though? Um I thought it, it looks like any other battlefield game really. Like any of the other mainline ones that it, it didn't really seem as much like it didn't seem like a super radical departure. You know? Yeah. Minus the like Oh god damn it. Minus the uh, little bit with the with the grappling hook, that's really the only difference. Oh, I think. also the squirrel seats. Oh yeah, that's not that too. That's gonna be fun. I think like, what... it will be like. Uh, I'm. I, I hope it's a proper open beta. It sounds like it is, but I don't know. But mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to try that, and of course Halo, because uh, they just seem like they're gonna be fun. But who knows? Yeah, at least the Halo ones can be free apparently. Yeah. Battlefield, not so much. This is not the Battlefield, is they're charging you a full game price for just multiplayer. Well, they've done that before for other games, like Mag was that way too. Yeah, but I bet that game had more content. Well, who knows how, but like, I mean, to be fair, like, I don't know if you've played their campaigns. The only ones with any good campaigns would have been, like, the only one I think I ever actually cared about was the um, World War One. Yeah, that was the only one with well, the decent I mean, the, what I'm saying though is, okay, don't have a campaign, fine. I, I still think that's stupid, but okay, don't have a campaign. What but at fuck? least make the multiplayer beefy. The fuck? Why did I say I killed myself? I got, like, hit by a fucking banshee. And yeah, I know. I see him running around there. <laughs> and then, like, hit, and then I hit the wall and I just died. I'm trying to take him out. But, uh, what's the thing called that shoots those purple things? The purple oh, crap. Big dog. The fuel rod cannon. I think that's yeah. Where I have a I have a warhead. Where are you? I'm probably about to get sniped. Where are you, Mister? Oh, I see you. Yep, you're dead. I keep getting fucked in the ass. My little oh, don't you like it? My little elite ass not progressive enough. Oh, I see yeah. you here. I'll come by and pick you up. I'm not Sam. Oh my God, they keep sniping. <laughs> <laughs> Me. I know, that's why I hate this map. Why do you get sniped? Well, it's, I think yeah. it's some game mode. Normally, they limit, you know, there's only a couple guns I can really snipe. Them. No, but, um, yeah, it's just with Battlefield, I, I, I feel like they're not giving you a lot for the money. Only seven maps. Probably not that much customization here, Hopping Big Boy. Oh. Ooh, careful, you don't want to get me ran. Oh, is it a friendly fire thing? Yes. Here, get this dude. Try to get him. Thank you, thank you. Good job. Decream my pants. Oh, Banshee. Fuck. Sniper, no snapping. <laughs> oh, I got one of them. Or what's the thing called that doesn't um, fly like a Banshee, but it flies? Yeah, the ghost. The ghost, yeah. I'm still wearing this. Fun. Still a new. Oh my god. Pope. 
don't know what the fuck I got. Some new gun. Where's the sniper? Where's the sniper? Sniper, sniper, I'm gonna fuck you in the butthole. Oh, I am a sniper, shit. I'm the sniper. I'm the sniper now. Mommy, wow, I'm a sniper now. And I died. Oh, I'm at the bottom of this, that's great. Sack tap. Something sack tap. So I'm gonna do you tonight. Yeah, game is over, I know. Ooh, that was sexy. Just shot that right as he came in my face. He came in your face? Yeah, the Banshee just came in my face. Came in your face. I don't know what you're saying. That was, that was, that was intentional. Was it? Intentional <laughs> Come back, kill. Assist. Oh. Avenge, I'm on the Avengers now. Oh boy. Fucking movies, man. I, 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 do, I do not see the appeal of those fucking Avengers movies. Oh man, it's all these comic book heroes that I never read anyways because most people watch us ain't even comic book heroes. Ah, but they're all in one movie. Look, it's Black Panther and he was a hate group and we're going to make him a superhero. Ah, that's like Clan Man. You know, that, that'd, be, that'd be the same thing. It's like special powers. You know, he puts on his cloak, he's his hood, and they just like fly around. <laughs> The Grand Wizard can cast spells. Yes, he cast spells. <laughs> so should make that to a fucking comic. Oh man. The oh, Grand man. He's like uh who's that guy like Dr. Mystique was uh Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes. I was thinking more along the like Harry Potter where you could be like Avocadava. <laughs> Yes. So a wand, he just has like a, a cross that pulls out and on fire when he casts magic. Oh my god. It's like a, it's like a wand sized cross. Disavow. <laughs> oh, is this Halo Reach? This is Halo 2 with. Um... Oh, this is the enhanced one, yeah. Kill the enemy team to score. Yeah, the one thing I don't like is I don't like this new announcer. Oh, it's the original. I don't know who the original announcer was, but he had a sexy voice. <laughs> Okay. okay. I, I, that nostalgia for that sexy voice. I get you. I'm following you. Schleier. Oh, this like is like Mr. Roboto's talking to me. He's like, Schleier! I don't know what his name was. I guess that's probably like a holder from the older style games. Like your Dooms and Quakes. Mm hmm. Oh man, he fucked me. You fuck me in ass. You fuck me in ass? I fuck you in yeah. Yeah, rape. God. Imagine having a penis small enough to go and like fuck someone in the ear. That's why I saw so stupid about that, like I'm gonna fuck you in the ear. It's like how? Are and you, I guess are you I... saying you have a small dick? Okay, I'm scared. I guess, you know, he's gonna draw a hole in your ear hole. Oh, do we have a new challenger? Name yes. yourself. Okay, maybe not. Oh, I killed somebody. Show how you've been on mute. Oh my god, what if he was on mute the whole time? I think he was. But I think he was just. But I don't know, like, I think he just joined me as a sleep. Which I don't mind. Sleepwalking. Yes, sleep discord. Yes. 
What the fuck's hitting me in the ass? No! I think I know what it is. Oh, I'm jumping. Hallelujah! Oh, he was so determined to kill me. Who, who is this? Dylan. Dylan. I'm gonna get you. Dylan Gay! <laughs> Burrito truck. Burrito what? truck. I don't know if like these. Like, I got Elizabeth Warren talked about or it's Pelosi. That was. I don't think. So. I don't know if it was like one of those like Grammy created names, or if like someone actually made. Like that's what I love. Those like shitty AI generated names you can't tell. Like tasteless cake. Yes, base cake. <laughs> if I, if it actually was base cake, I would have just kept it. I'd be like, okay, I'll take that. Baseless cake. That sounds funny though. Say like, that's a perfect idea. That's how you like fucking name the YouTube channel. Just go onto like Xbox and have it give you a fucking I'm wrong person. So PewDiePie was born. PewDiePie sounds like fucking. Oh, I killed him. Dylan sounds killed like me. And I killed him. I used to think it was that pony character. Like these are just like bronies. God, what's your... I have a feeling you were a brony back in the day. And you just haven't told me yet. You know too much about them. Doesn't that sound like a fucking like a horse name? Like you were about to say a pedophile name. Oh, I... the gun goose. Yes. Oh god. No, it does. I feel ya. Are those bronies even exist anymore? Are they just dead? I think they're just furries now. Oh. <laughs> like I think that. So the oh. emos converted to transgenderism, and then the furries converted, or the. Oh, Bronies converted into fur, but they always had furries, but I think the only ones left are like actual furries. Yeah, it's their last, last remaining vessel. Yeah, the regular autists just left now, it's just the furries. <laughs> They're also on 4chan now. Well, they've always been on 4chan. They had like a fucking, they had an MLP board Oh no, but I mean, I mean that's all they do now is 4chan. But, so, the Enos became trannies, and the bronies became furries. And this isn't Ooh. even their final forms. Okay, yeah, tra trannies' final form. <laughs> you know what happens. Okay. I you was gonna make a terrible joke, but I was gonna say- You can kill the plank. You wanna see that, like, what was that, that- Who's that guy that that does the webcomics? Oh, Stone Toss? Yeah, I remember I saw, like, one was like, Sir! Yeah, the transgender army, you know, they already they already had 41 casualties, and they haven't even started fighting. Bad, but it's funny. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Based in Red Pill. Very based in Red Pill. Sometimes his are a little silly, but I think, by and large, he's really good. He actually does oh content. Oh my god, that, you know that publication idea we were talking about? Yeah. Put him in for the fucking comics. Maybe you should. Maybe you should get, like, there's a couple other comedians I saw. Like, he had some weird friends that were, like, super banned. Oh, no. Dude, we need to actually. Oh, man. Seriously, what I'm saying, it. man. I need to quit that day job. I need to go full in on this organization. I'm adding that to my notes. Like, could you imagine? We have, like, columns with Milo. We have columns with, like, Gavin and Sargon. Then we have, like, Stone Toss comics. And then we have, like, I don't know, not Black Rifle Coffee because they're cucked now, but, you know, cool companies kind of like that, like advertising in it. Yes. Like, you get yeah. so much cool shit. I don't know how this hasn't happened.
You have like boomer review. Boomer review. The stained boomers. <laughs> what are we gonna do when they're dead? I don't know. Shit on Gen X. They're probably gonna figure out a way to live forever, just gonna bitch at millennials. <laughs> so you keep complaining. Yeah, just keep complaining. Oh, back in my day, you know, we didn't die, so I'm still here today to go and be a bitch. On the gun goose. So we want free speech wall stone toss. Stone toss. We get like other like right wing comics. Like real right wing comics, not like your cucky like mud club bullshit. Well, like, that's, oh! And that's the point of what I'm doing is that and it's still missing on campuses, and I think <clears throat> I think most of these people are doing it that want to do what I'm doing are doing it the wrong way, but getting the edgy people back, the people that are actually expressing their minds, but that's what this is about, is that free speech is not just about protecting it, promoting free speech, it's about actually exercising it, about actually creating a space for free speech, about actually doing edgy fun stuff, pushing boundaries, and, and having people that don't do that too. Like, that's the problem I have for wise people. They just play everything so fucking safe. It's like, oh, cool, look at this, guys. You know, we, you know, here's, we're gonna use some, like, basic fucking, basic bitch conservatism. Ha-ha! Look, he's a tranny. Ha-ha! Well, you have, and then Turning Point just, and look, if I'll get Turning Point, one thing is their chicks are hot, but they're all basic. Like, they're these Turning Point influencers, like Alex Clark, and all these other ones. The Tommy Laren's of the world. Yeah, it's the Tommy Laren's of the world. And she's even that good looking. She's just like a fucking stupid bitch. Some thought that they just picked up. Basic literally. bitch conservatism. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Basic bitch, quote unquote, conservatism. And I'm not a conservative. I, I mean, I probably used that label in the past, but incorrectly, because. Oh, that's you know, because what else are you going to say you are, like, without getting, you know? Everything is. A rightist, you're gonna sound like you're like, oh, you're alt right then. Yeah. Because that's, you know, in the left, there's, you know, you're either, you know, in, in terms of right wing politics, you're either fucking conservative. Right, or you're one of us, us, us. You're a conservative, or, you know, you're alt right. That's basically like the boomer's idea of politics on the right. Well, that's another thing that I wanna break is this. this or you're like, or you're one of those, like, people that doesn't do anything. Like right. the. Yeah, those radical like, centrists, like, it boosts like, suck me. We're like, who is it? Like, you're, um, you know, our one buddy loved him. But he's actually be kind of better now, but he's still cuck. Who? Like, you're either a cuck, uh, you know. Oh, wait, no, no. he's not better now. No, who is the guy that, um, from, like, that one place with the Southern Dandy voice? Larry the Cable Guy? No, not Larry the Cable Guy. He's actually pretty based, I think. He's funny, though. Like, I, I do like his comedies. He does not seem like... I haven't really heard much from him. I wonder what his actual political views are. Yeah. Are you thinking Glenn Beck? No, I mean... He, who was that guy? He was like the senator or whatever from... Was it Georgia or something? Or some other place? Like, oh, okay, guys. I'm the southern dandy guy. We don't There's know if that he... one southern guy that's super, super southern sounding. The one, the one that smells like a queer. That oh, guy. Lindsey Graham. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to give me that. I was like, oh, Lindsey Graham. I, I had someone at work sound just like, and I was just like, oh. 
Because uh, like, I remember we had that discussion. Do you keep with a six that. foot distance and not because of COVID? Uh, he doesn't actually live near me, so he like actually lives in the south. Because I remember we had that conversation with the one douchebag, and he was like, "Yeah, people in the south sound like this." I was like, "Dude, there's no way." And I saw this guy. I was like, "Well, you know what? I'll give him that." Seems oh, like that's another douchebag that was like, "Oh, I want to be poor. Everybody wants to be poor." Yeah, he didn't discuss that when we were. Yeah, talking. he kept dodging it. He kept changing his. Oh, I think it was like the Mexican dude. Well, you know, that's something that pisses me off, is, and I'm <clears throat> I'm trying to improve this upon myself, but, you know, a lot of these commentators are not well-read, they don't know a lot, and they are, especially on the right, this pisses me off, because <clears throat> it's not a lot of people, because the right is more open to debate, but these people, they are scared to debate, these people are scared to be confronted, like Charlie Kirk. Dave Rubin, some of these other types. They're just so scared. It's, it's always because they don't know anything. And that's why I try to read a lot, learn a lot, but I, even think we need I, right I will debate anyone, I'll stay on my own. We need a right-wing debate club. Mm -hmm. Right-wing debate squad. <clears throat> that's what I hope to do with my shit, too. Have you seen the fucking debate club over at Penn State, you know? Well, yeah, it's not real debate. It's like cuck debate. It's one side debate. Nah, I don't want to do that. I want to actually have a debate. And if you can't get the other side because the left can be difficult to actually engage in a free, honest conversation, then there's so many interesting debates you can have with people on the right, on the center, of all kinds of obscure things. Well, I think we should just like teach them how to actually do debates, you know. Yeah, and then even better, like at some schools, like just have it like run as a separate debate society, just to, like cuck them. Uh -huh. I try to join these debate competitions separately from the school's actual debate team. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. Debate the debate team. Yeah, it'd be like a they cuck the debate team at their own game. Well, one thing I've, I am always triggered on is when I see these people that are usually good to talk to one-on-one, -on -one, but when they get into a debate, they change their whole demeanor. They change their whole presentation. It's fake, and it sucks. They take away all the color. They take away the insults. They take away the fun, and they just sit up straight, and they're like, we're going to debate. And I'm going to get into, like, rambling nuance. I'm not going to, like, make strong points. I'm just going to get all, oh, the data and all the, all these technicalities. And it's like, it's like, come on, just, like, start swinging the bat. Like, I don't know. Man, are you in a warthog? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's just, it's frustrating. I'm like, come like, I like, that's why. I like when Trump would debate, and he would bring up like actual like facts and shit. But he would also just speak normally, and he'd like bring a fucking sledgehammer to, and just be like, "Yeah, this guy's a fucking loser." You know? I think we like at least give people debate experience who might not normally have it, because I feel like a lot of people don't like a lot of conservatives don't join the debate team because it's full of fucking liberals. Holy shit, it's got fucked. But like. You know, they a lot of conservatives are afraid to join the debate club, and rightfully so, because they're fucking liberal suspects. Like they the should most... use that as a learning experience. Like, 
B1 against 50, and dude, I mean, if you can stand your ground against that, you can stand your ground against anyone. Like, it can actually be beneficial. Well, yeah, but Yancy joined the debate club of Penn State. I did, remember? I was with you. Yeah, for like a day. No, I was there for quite a few weeks. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I, I went to quite a few meetings. I was in the oh, yeah. club at uh, my high school, too. And I, got, I didn't like the debates there because they were too structured at my high school. These Lincoln Douglas debates where you have opening and a closing and a first point where you need to rebut the other point. It's like, no, let's just debate. Let's just, let's just have open dialogue. See, when I was talking to Harry, he was telling me that like, they don't even do debates anymore. It's like just speeches now or something. Something gay like that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some stupid shit. They were. They're like, oh, debates are too hard. It's just a speech. Like, you know, I think both are beneficial, but you should definitely be doing debates. And as conservatives, yes. we need to learn how to do debates. And we need to, I think we should have our own fucking debate structure. Make our own debate society. The, the structure I like is you start off with each side presenting their their stance so that it's very clear and they have the time to say it. And then they just have at it with a moderator that will make sure things just don't go out of hand or, you know, go down some stupid rabbit holes. But just let them have at it. Let them brawl. Let them go at it. Go at each other's throats or have some interesting side conversations that are relevant. Like, without going too far into the weeds. But a lot of these other debates, they just go into the weeds too much. It's just boring. Like, I don't, like... Why? I just remember at like Penn State, they had like the British people there the one day, and like I they. Were... I was with you for that one. Well, they asked about Jeremy Clarkson. He's like, "Oh, I think he's a dick." I'm like, "Okay, cuck." He is kind of a dick, but he's yeah, funny. He's a good dick. He's a funny like Trump. dick. He's a necessary what? dick. Um, the first year I was there, before you went to Penn State, like they had one that was about gun control. And our side was like pro. I think it was there. The British were pro gun. The Americans were anti gun. They were both anti gun, just in different ways. I'm like, this is autistic. <laughs> it's like it was, you know, pro like removing the Second Amendment, and like con removing the Second Amendment. But they both found ways, like say, oh, you know, we could, like, how to go. And f I was just, I was so disappointed with that. How fucking pussies they were. They couldn't even bother to try to actually, you know, understand a conservative point of view. That's when the debate club frustrates me, is when the main representatives are just these far-left lunatics, and the oh, right yeah. didn't get a voice. It, when the right got a voice in the meetings where we would be squaring up against people, that was fine. But what I, I like this and I don't like this is when they would give you an opinion to defend, whether you agree with it or not. Well, I kind of like that, though, because you you, I think it's good to like now teach you empathy. I agree. And if you're and you need to be able to play a devil's advocate. I agree. Defend your flag. You know, and also like that's how debates actually, you know, like at least school debates, not like debates like that you actually like, you know, I'm a debate about abortion. Like now you go to the debate club, like I think me and Harry did that once and like they just give you a slip of paper and you have like ten minutes to research the topic. Yeah, well I think I think I was in one of those too. Oh, you blew up their vehicle nice. Oh boy. Hold on, they got another one. Boy, where is that? Oh, I see it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they killed my ass. 
blew them up. So at least they're gonna have a hard time moving that. Uh, they've already moved the flag. Well, the only thing I'll give Nick is that he, even when I disagree with him, he's an extremely good debater because he he debates in a fashion that I like too, where he he starts off being, you know, just gets to the point. We'll cite things, but he he won't really throw around insults until somebody he's like Trump, a counterpuncher. And when somebody punches, like he counter punches really hard, which is an effective strategy. And especially if somebody brings up something like stupid, he'll just dig into it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think like that should be part of it too, like getting away from the fucking just petty insults. Like well, that should. I think there should be an art to the insult, though. You know, you you, you should like in debates too. There is a. I mean, as much as I want to move to it, we already lost. Yeah, Maybe we were just focusing on the facts and everything, but to keep it entertaining, but more or less to prevent the bullshit, is like you need to learn how to fight back against the bullshit insults. Like if somebody yeah. starts making fun of you, you should know how to effectively fight back against that. And, oh, I can drive you around. Get the fuck out of the way. Um... And I mean, that should be a thing, is like, you're taught how to effectively combat insults. But sometimes you have to insult back, and that's the only effective way. Yeah, but I, I think it ends up devolving into, like, once you start getting the insults, most of the time it ends up going to ad hominem. No, I, I agree, and that's where it's just kind of like, you need to find, you need to be able to teach the right balance, because I'm also talking about persuasively, you can be more persuasively effective when you do insult people. People might not think that that's the case, but it actually is. Because if you come off as charismatic, funny, alpha, strong, and even if you're not really saying a lot, you're going to win the debate. So I think that's the... El well, let me give you a good example. It's like there's a difference between Milo debating and Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is not a persuasive person. You may think he is, but he's not. Yeah, he lays out all these facts, but he has no personality, no humor, no wit, no charisma. That it's not facts aren't persuasive. So I think that's the other part to debate that conservatives don't understand. They just are inept at it. Is that debate is not about the facts. It's about the personality, the character, the persuasion. That's where it comes from. It does, the emotions. And that's where the left inherently is better at, is emotions. We suck at that. And Trump was good at that. He understood it's not just the facts. That, that can give you some credibility and appear credible, but the persuasion comes from how you're delivering those facts. How you're delivering your points. And that's where things get lost, and that's what needs to be taught. No, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I, I, I do think that like yeah, it'd be a good idea to do like to learn how to do both, like how to be both charismatic and how to not just pull shit out of your ass. Well, and that's what it needs to be, and that's what I'm saying is that Ben Shapiro is a, is he? Because when people say he's a good debater, I'm like, well, yes and no. I is is he good in terms of a Lincoln Douglas style? Yes, but is he an effective debater? No, he's not. He does not persuade people because he only cares about facts. And that's where you need somebody that's 
not the extra shit, the, the sparks and the, the, um, somebody with the sprinkles on top, if you know what I'm trying to say, but that's what I'm trying to get at. Now, that's what I think needs to be taught more. Shit, oh, there's the flag. I got the flag. Now, where do I go with it? Now, run back to our base. Yeah, I see that. Ideally, there should be someone with the Warthog over here to help yeah, you get out. Yeah, it's with the enemy. Oh, boy. Well, I'm pretty good distance. I got to the window thing. And there's a way... Yeah, I... yeah, they got the fucking sword out. Someone grabbed that. It's really overpowered. How many times? Jeez. This dude is overprotected. I shot him like... 20 times I wasn't dead. That was the first time I've ever touched the flag in Halo. Yeah, you wanna grab that shit? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm grab it by the shaft. Oh, don't let them... Oh, yeah, so I'm gonna take that flag. Take you don't... Oh, what? We just have the fucking flag, douchebag! Yeah. <laughs> Who made the most progress with it? Me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a way, like, I think in the hand, like, you're supposed to throw it, you're supposed to jump, throw it, and then, like, pick it up and throw it. Like, I think that's kind of, that's like, interesting strategy. Yeah, it works. I mean, ideally, you're really supposed to get in a Warthog, because then yeah, you can just drive back. Or some sort of vehicle. That's, because you can't be the driver, but you can be a passenger. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could do it in a little mongoose. Mommy goose! Oh, yeah. Mama Goose. Mama Goose is gonna touch your penis. And I, I think it's, you know, I do think it's something that, you know, conservatives need to start, you know, making our own versions of debate. You know, to go and learn how to go debate on the street. Debate yeah. on the streets. And fucking learn how to, uh, you know, combat liberal professors verbally. Yes. How to secretly record professors? <laughs> well, funny you could do that in PA. I mean, you could. You just aren't allowed to do it. Yeah. No, I never think... do that. You know, just you know, like on the web, like on the internet, just post that shit there for like not in PA use only, and put that on there like legal disclaimer. Well, how does that work with Zoom? You know, know. When, you, when a professor is teaching a Zoom class, is that... Do you still have to have two-party consent? What if you're in another state? And you That's record true. It? I would think you have no consent laws then, unless the university has rules that says you can't record Zoom classes. I think it's, but then that's a civil issue. So I'm going to take me now. And where are you, dude? I was in the back of this here. Oh. Dog. Wait, I can drive you. No, no, I, I, I shot myself all the way. I'm coming. I'm coming. Mm -hmm. I, I, I took the rampy thing and went, woo. I'm coming. Uh. Right, ready? Mm -hmm. Rock and roll. Sean's driving. You know what that means. Oh shit, there's their vehicle. Let's blow it up. Yo, you got it. Nice. Blew that bitch up. 
that a buggy? Crash. Whee! What's gonna happen with Amish people? Are they gonna be able to drive towards some buggies forever? Are Amish people gonna- oh fuck. Yeah, we're not talking about autonomous. They're gonna be autonomous buggies. No, I don't think- that's gonna be weird, because like, they can't allow autonomous vehicles on the road now, can they? Or like, they can't allow autonomous vehicles and buggies on the road, because that's gonna probably fuck it up. This PA has special software that will detect those and like, yeah, it's not his buggy. He's not telling both Amish people either. There's other states with them. That's true. Ohio. Ohio! I, I think, well, I think the, the, the oh, Thomas V was be smart enough to go around them, but I think that would be a problem regardless. Shit. Get him again. Nice. He threw a Renato at us. Oh shit, he's shooting at us. Fight again, fighting against basic bitch conservatism since 2019. We're coming for you, Tommy. Tommy Laren to Charlie Cook. Tommy Laren. Charlie Cook. Get him. Nice. Do I get any like points for this? I'm like, this, you know, you get the vehicular assist. I'll say I deserve an assist. Yo. I should give you like vehicle, like assist or wheel thingy. Wingman. Wingman. Oh no! I'll flip it. I flipped it. Get back in. Get Lovely. back in. Um, Get your ass back in that seat. My ass in the seat. I'm like a wage slave. Yeah, wage slave. Wage cock. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Are you driving theirs? Oh, oh shit, there's there. Uh, no! I'm out. I'll flip it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. He shot me. Oh boy, I think we might want to get out of here. <laughs> I'm coming yeah. back. They keep sniping at me. Sniper, no sniping. Shit. We did pretty good. We had a good run. Yes, we did. I mean, where are you? That's the question. That's the question. Oh, fuck, they got their little gun goose. Gun goose. No! You yeah, got one again. Oh, I see you. <laughs> I was the one that just crashed into you. No! Here, I'll crash into him. Oh, fuck. No, you do not hurt my friend. Oh, I just hijacked him. <laughs> Did you see me? No. I was in a wheelie right behind you. He shot me. That was fun. At least he blew the shit out of his fucking gun goose. The gut goose. Watch well, they change the name of the assault rifle when they stop calling it an assault rifle in this game. The penis mobile. Assault rifles are scary. The sexual assault rifle. <laughs> oh god. This a valve. It's got like a dildo on the end of it. Oh, I killed someone. Yo, I've won the flying things. You're actually doing good on it. No, I, uh, I'm not yet. Hey, I just killed somebody. At least you're piloting it. Just step in the right direction. Oh, I just got blown out of the air. I killed you one person. Didn't commit a mass shooting yet. Oh, who's shooting at me? 
that a command post? Do we need to capture the command post? Uh, command post CP. They're gonna be looking at. Oh no. No. That's what it meant. You're getting their CP stash as a pedophile game? <laughs> no. Downloading the Empire CP stash. You can do some real fucked up stuff, that Emperor with them clowns. Keep clowning little kids. Be a pervert paradise. Yes, there are no female clowns. Why is nobody talking about that? I already want a female clown to be a liability. <laughs> when people are actually good at fighting. Yeah, this, the star is secretly red pill with the clones there. Only mentions what? her. Aren't they all based off the one dude, the Mandalorian guy? No, no, no. They're all based off of Jango Fett. Oh yeah, he's a Mandalorian guy. He's Mandalorian. Well, he he's is a Mandalorian, but he's not the Mandalorian guy from the Mandalorian show. I see you. I'm coming with a word. Oh, there's like four people over there. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. Hop in this bitch. You jump in the back. There's like four people over there. Oh, you're gonna hit me. No, I, that's why I was doing the fucking. Like, get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Oh, get out! Why? They're, they got me. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm, don't get out of there. Like get out. I mean, don't get out of the vehicle. Get out of the way. Cause oh. there's twenty of them. Ooh, bitch, get out the way. No, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way. <laughs> I'll try and get another one. They stole it. <laughs> oh, I have a thingy. Ghost. I got fucked in the air. Whoa! Alright. Let's go. There you go and get back our dignity. I just. Oh, I shot the gunner. I shot the gunner. I blew it up. Oh, I see you. I see you. Oh, you have somebody else driving. Okay. I've been replaced. Shit. They will not replace us. I was gonna say that. You know what's funny? I make that joke a lot. Like. I remember at Squid Make a lot. Everybody got the reference, which I thought was funny. Everyone knows what they mean. <laughs> I, 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 used, I, like when I initially did, I thought, oh, it's gonna go over everybody's head. No, he's hijacking shit. I thought it'd go over everyone's heads. I thought it was too, too good. But no, actually, people got it. I was like, oh, cool. whoa, I have like a Gatling gun thing. That's a rocket launcher. I'll rocket launch you. You can lock on in this one to some enemy vehicles. Oh yeah, it does lock on. Ooh. Go, buddy. Whoa! What the fuck killed me? This is sexier than my tractor. She thinks my tractor is sexy. You blew that up. Good point. Did I? I think you did. Some of it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Damn. Another one, they like, you know, that rocket pops is just the vehicle one, the regular rocket launch, the other one doesn't. Do Achievement that. unlocked, too. Yeah, I did take them out. Alright, let's jump back in this bitch. Fuck, these people don't know how to fly. Oh, no! I wanted to ride in that. Mm, riding around okay. at the speed of sound. Oh, I killed. Did I kill somebody? I, hit, I ran into somebody. 
I got a double. Oh, wow. Man, these people. Use this driver. Yeah, I flipped that shit. I'll drive. I'll drive. No, no, no. <laughs> Fucking assholes. It wasn't me. I know. It's fascist blue. What, fascist blue? Or maybe it's, I thought I saw that. I thought that was someone's name. Fucking fascist blue. Yeah, why are we on the fa- oh, we're red. We can't be fascist. No, it's fascist. There's the fascist color is red for blood and soil. What's that blood? mean, blood and soil? I'm gonna blunt soil your pants. Alright, where are you? Your people and your land. Where's where your. You? Where are you? Where are you? I'm in the fog. I'm. Oh shit, I'm getting shot at. I'd see ya. There's a dude. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Are you dead? Mm hmm. Better than red. Oh, I see you. Back, my pickup truck. <laughs> that's my Tesla cyber truck. It, it does remind me of a cyber truck a bit. Cyber junk. Cyber spunk. It's my cyber, cyber junk. It's oh, so I got the guy out of the air. I think that was our friend. Oops. It was. <laughs> Achievement unlocked? Question mark? Um, what the fuck is that red thing that just flew in our face? Oh, I got that dude. Sure, he's coming, he's coming back, I think. Oh, come. Yeah, we won because of us. Oh, yeah. The base cake. Yes. Are you still alive? Oh. Just says loading. Oh, yeah. No, are we still alive? On the air? Oh, live, live. Yeah, we're live. Nice shot. What time is that? It's time to suck a dick. Only 140. Yeah, it's actually early for us. Let's see how long the stream's been going for. Oh, three hours, 40 minutes. <laughs> I guess we'll just keep playing offline then. How yeah. about that? How about that, gamers? Did anyone say anything else? No. Nobody mm. likes us. Not everybody likes us. Let's drive some folks wild. Now we can say the dirty words off of here. Yes. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe as always. I always forgot to do that at the beginning, so please do that now. And we'll see you next time.